Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Tony. Hello. Moon. Hello, Energy. Good morning, sir. Good morning to everybody. Well, I got to read more about this uh, elementary school up there in Hazelwood. The one that's shutting down? Yeah. Or, or is it, closing is it temporarily? J- Jana? J- it's Jana. 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 Yeah. Uh, Hazelwood School District announced last night that Jana Elementary School will close and students will switch to virtual learning for the remainder of the current semester. The students will start remote learning. October 24th, the decision was announced at the Hazelwood School District Board of Education meeting following a report stating radioactive contamination was found at the school. Huh? Uh, dude, they've been saying this for years, though. Is and this, I mean, is this the years. same? This is the same uh, issue that was uh, talked about in that movie? The- was it the Coldwater Creek? Yeah. Is that all that? It's. I mean, it's, it's part of it. Spot? Yeah. It's part of it. With the fire? Oh, okay. That's, that's, oh, that's out in Maryland Heights. Yeah. That's out in Maryland Heights. But when they transferred stuff, they used uh, different parts of North County, and Coldwater Creek was one of the things that had some of the runoff. This school is near Coldwater Creek, which was contaminated by nuclear waste from weapons production during World War II. Army Corps engineer has been uh, cleaning up the creek for more than 20 years, but this latest report by the Boston Chemical Data Corps states the amount is much worse than expected. They tested samples taken from Jana's library, kitchen, classrooms, fields, and playgrounds. The study urges cleanup as these radioactive materials can be harmful. Boy. Yikes. 
Are their kids getting sick? I don't know where it came from as far as like, hey, we should probably test this now. But like I said, even when I was a kid, there were rumors of this. Like, hey, man, don't go to Jana. You'll find the ooze from Turtles 2 there. You know, like that. Oh, I mean, was that, that really a thing? Yeah, wow. man. Yeah. I mean, that you area. Were, you grew up near there, right? Yeah. I mean, that area, like it was known, you know, not, I mean, it wasn't Atomic Homefront known, but it was known that there was like. Some things in that area. I mean, they've been trying to get this tested and been trying to get this figured out for years upon years. It was it was more of a joke back then. Like, we joked about it. You know, I kind of equate it to, remember growing up, you always used to hear about lead paint. Yeah. And, yeah. like, how lead paint was so terrible for you. But, like, no, you didn't really go anywhere. Like, your house in the basement didn't have lead paint, more than likely. But you always heard how bad lead paint was. Well, it was That's kids what eating, we were joking it about. It was kids eating paint chips. No, when I was when I was growing up, it was asbestos. It was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the insulation was asbestos. Oh, yeah, all the buildings in, in New York. Were in New York City schools. Rehabbed and all that. Yeah, and they were rehabbing the buildings. They go, oh, my God, there's asbestos, mm-hmm. which is not good for anybody. Yeah, I'm trying to read. Why did they test this? Like, what was the... Well, they've why? been pushing for it for, like he said, for a few decades, I guess, trying to get this tested. And they finally, someone finally won them over to testing it. Uh, let me see here. Uh, school officials said beginning the week of November 14th, parents will start to be notified of where their students will report to school. So they're going to move these kids to other schools. It says here that... I thought they were doing on online. It- online until... Oh, the end until of the semester. They, until they split them up. Until they split them all up. It says here that they found uh, samples in 2018, 19, 20, and 21 that all created alarming results that led to the uh, immediate testing. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Man. Whoa is right. Whoa. So it says here, in 2019, the Agency for Toxic Substance and Disease Registry determined that the waste would enter homes from the creek if there was flooding. And then guess what happened this year? Flooding. Yeah. Jeez. So I guess that's why they're jumping on it. So they tested in the school, every everywhere, and they found it in the school, like not mm. in the, not outside. Yeah, they in the school. Well, they well, also the found too. yeah, they also found it on the playground, on the fields where they have recess in the school, in the library, in the cafeteria, in the gymnasium. Jeez, what's what's the remedy here? Pre-K students will go to Barrington in Florissant. So the pre-K students will go to will be transferred immediately to Barrington. Uh, everybody else will begin virtual learning October 24th and stay virtual through the end of semester. Uh, so, Riz, here's what it says. Jan Elementary is in the floodplain of Coldwater Creek, which was contaminated during the 40s and 50s when radioactive waste from weapons production for World War II was dumped. So that's how it started. That's why that's there. Just the same thing as the landfill. Oh. But the landfill's got the fire. This is just, it's there. The landfill's all the waste from the creeks they cleared out, right? I have no idea. Okay. Are you being for real right now? Yeah, I thought it was something oh, like I, that. Like I they, have no idea. No, I thought the landfill, watching that atomic home. Yeah, that's where they dumped. The that's landfill what, that's was, what They did this. Yeah. was from the riverfront. They had that plant of the riverfront, which they transferred all up to. Yeah, to Maryland Heights. This is part of that. Is this all Bridgeton. Re- is this related to the Winsville thing? Or the uh, Weldon, I, Weldon I was, Spring? No, no, no. That's another nuclear that's a site. Totally I don't know. different. <laughs> one. I don't know. Now we're getting now now I'm getting confused. Ah, but that's a super fun site, right? Super fun site. Yeah, not fun. Oh, fun. I thought it was. Oh, okay. Now that's we're getting all great. confused. Now I'm yeah. confused. That's it. I don't even know where I'm at. And so I'm, again, I don't know what's happening. what do you do? What's yeah. the remedy? And gotta, is this one of those things where 
is there a certain level where it's like, okay, if you're, it, obviously it could be dangerous, but for the most part, what's acceptable happened? What's yeah. acceptable? I have no idea. I wonder. Hopefully we leave that up to the experts. Whew. Well, I'm glad they caught this. I don't one. know how they clean yeah, that stuff they, up. They always have our... Uh... <laughs> they always have our backs, our, yeah, our, our best interest in mind. Our health yeah. and well, you know, you know dumping what? us in the creeks. At it's the fine. forefront. How do you clean it up? Of course, Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's that's what I've heard. That's the e- At least that's, that's the easiest. That's the easy solution. I mean, it truly sounds like you have to evacuate the entire area. you got to level everything. you got to dig it all out. you got to put it somewhere, and then you got to start all over. That's essentially what it sounds you gotta like. you got to dig a lot out. That's yeah. what I mean. You got to take the whole man. Now I don't know if it was on the actual documentary or if it was you know post the documentary when they were talking to people after that atomic home front came out. But there were some people that, I mean, the response, like concerned residents were going, "Hey, this is in my backyard. Like I could get sick. I could die tomorrow because of this. What do you guys want to do?" And some of the people were like, "What do you want us to do? We didn't do this. The people before us did." We can't do anything. They this literally is all from were like the 1940s. They were like, if we go in there and we get this and we start disturbing things, we're dead. We're all dead. So they're like, what do you want us to do? Yeah, that's a pretty eye-opening documentary if you haven't seen it. Is yeah. it still showing on HBO Max? I think so. Yeah, it's still, like, if you look it up, it's I think called it's Atomic pro- Homefront. Isn't it produced by them? It sounds I like think it's, it's an HBO. Film. It sounds like it's gonna have to be one of those situations that they did down in Deer uh not not Deer Creek. What what was that place called? Um uh, uh, 44. Uh, uh yeah, the, um 44 and um Oh my gosh! Soccer park is it? Matt? Uh, I thought I had a deer involved. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? No. You might have been a little late for this, Riz. But back in the '90s, '80s, '90s, something like that, there was a whole section there that nobody could go into. It was one of these types, just like cordoned off. It was just a. All the houses were cleared. It was just a. Oh, look at that! There's a couple city blocks that are just nobody goes there. And then it because was because of like be, radioactive stuff, some, something like that. Yeah. What, what really? the heck was that place, Tony? You have to know what I'm talking about. This I is no a South County thing. About. Shoot. It so was, just like, uh, hey, nobody go here. Off limits. Let's uh, tape it off. Let's forget about this spot. Yeah, that Atomic Home Front, I, I recommend watching that if you haven't seen that before. That's uh, eye-opening. Are you talking about the beach? The um, yeah, Oh, was Times it? Beach. Times Beach. Times Beach. Maybe yes. that's it. Okay, I've heard of that. Times Beach. That was yeah. That was a spot where people would go and just you know slosh around in the in the river, right? Maybe, but there was well, a, there was a train wreck, right? That derailed there, and so it left a chemical, and they had to close it down. But it's reopened now. Uh, yes. Uh, let's see. Times Beach. Times Beach is a ghost town in St. Louis, Missouri. Spooky. Seventeen miles southwest. Blah 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 blah. Just east of Eureka. Once home to more than two thousand people, the town was completely evacuated in nineteen eighty-three due to TCDD, also known as dioxin contamination. Uh, it was large civilian exposure to the compound. Oh, largest civilian exposure to the compound in the history of the U.S. Nineteen eighty-five, state of Missouri officially dis, uh, disincorporated the city of Times Beach. This was a whole area, four hundred nineteen oh, acre area that they cleared out, made everybody leave, and turned it into a State Park, uh, commemorating Route 66, the famous highway that stretched from Chicago to Santa Monica. Um, Let's see. Park reopened in 1999. In 2001, the EPA removed Times Beach from its Superfund list. So so. 1985, or whatever it was, 1980, what did I say? Whatever. 1983. So from 1983 to 2001, it it, it was a site. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. 
It sounds like that's what's going to have to happen. Something just like that. Yeah, it seems clear out, clean it up. I mean, you've seen that already in Hazelwood, stuff like that, for the airport. They were able to go in and clear out whole neighborhoods for the airport. I don't know why they can't do that. This was from a pharmaceutical and chemical company in the 1960s. <sighs> so weird. Yeah, and those kids are all going to be moved to different, different schools now. Yeah. And oh. they have no idea why. Oh, that company you know? That company in the 60s was uh, who was making Agent Orange uh, during Vietnam. Ah. Ah. On, a, uh, on a lighter note. Please. On a lighter <laughs> note. Let's talk about uh, trick-or-treating. Buy the candy yet? Good no. to go? No. Still no, huh? No, I, I'm not going to. My, my, oh, your mom buys the yeah, candy. Yeah, they're, they're going to go to Sam's. They're going to get the bulk candy. They get the... They get the candy. They get the full size for the kids that live right around us, and good to go. Are you a, a Halloween candy loyalist, meaning no. somebody who's always buying the same candy every year? Nope. I got, I've got, i got not brands or anything, but I make sure in my brain, I go, okay, you have to get some sort of chocolate, whether it be the pack that has the peanut butter cups and the mm. Snickers or whatever, and you have to get some kind of not chocolate. Because as a kid that didn't like chocolate— during Halloween, yeah, I let yeah. that I let that guard down. During Halloween, I would eat a fun size Kit Kat or Twix or Rolo or whatever I would. That would be okay because during Halloween, for whatever reason, it was different. But the primarily what I was digging through the bag was the 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 fruity candy. You know what I mean? Mm. So I make sure that I give kids those options too. I don't separate the bowl. It's all in one as, bowl. As a non-chocolate lover, you felt kind of left out. Yeah. Because I would get tons of candy, and then when I I would I would get home, we would get together. Be nine, what ninety percent chocolate? Me and my chocolate bu- me and candies. my buddies would all get together, and they used to love it because we would get together at whoever's house, you know, whatever house it would be that year, and we would go into the basement, we would sit there, and we'd separate our candy, and you know, you put how many Reese's peanut butter cups you got, how many Skittles, and I'd go. Let's get to trading, <laughs> and people, and they would be, they would be, and the market about is it. open. They'd be stoked about it, and I would be too, you know, because I they. Joe over here didn't want 15 bags of Skittles. I wanted all of them. Joe over here has a weird name. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a candy loyalist. I don't know. Whatever my wife buys, I go, okay, it's fine. Man, I, I, like I said, I'd love to say so. And be like, yep, all I buy is Hershey's, Reese's, this. I, no, I, I buy the bag. as an adult, you know, if a kid walks walks up, Looks in the bowl and goes, uh You know, it's free. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> and see, for me, it's always good to get the the non-good tasting ones like Star or Starburst and all those kind of candies because I won't eat them. And I can give you them to the kids. Non-good tasting ones? What yeah. is a non-good tasting like candy? Like all the ones that don't have dark chocolate and tastiness that are good. We have a bowl that uh, anytime they come up, I'm like, hey, take a few. Take a few. Please, because we always have too much, and I don't want any of it. I think this will be the first year that my wife and I aren't really having to go out with the kids. I mean, my kids are old enough to just go out well, on their I own. I know, mm-hmm. I know. That's our that's our plan. Is uh, well, m- my mother likes to go with him, so cool. Take him. See ya. We'll we'll be here by the fire. Like my sons are like, I'm going to go with my buddies, and my daughter's like, I'm going to go with my friends. And I go, well, what are we going to do? Oh, we're just going to sit. Yeah, fire pit, dude. I'm going to sit and eat chili. Nice. I'm going to sit and eat chili. That sounds like a candy. great plan. Because yeah, what is it? Is it a Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Monday. And the kids are not off school. Your kids are not off school on Tuesday? No. no. Mine aren't either. My kids are off Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Dang. Really? It's their Spoiled. fall break slash parent-teacher conferences. Nice yeah, the kids are off Friday. There are conferences on Halloween? 
No, Thursday, Friday are the parent-teacher conferences, which is why they have a Friday. And then Monday, Monday Tuesday. Tuesday is their fall break, Dang. so they get a four-day weekend. That's great. Now, no, my five, kids are bitching. That's a six-day weekend. You no, said, Friday, you said Saturday, Friday? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, oh, five-day weekend. They get they go back on Wednesday. Yeah, my kids are bitching. They don't have off Tuesday. I go, you know what? We never had off Tuesday. Well, if you went to Catholic school. I say, we always, that's why I love If Halloween. you went to Catholic school. And I, and I honestly think that's why Halloween is one of my more favorite holidays because I was always off school the next day. So on Halloween, you went out and you ran around 15 different neighborhoods. And after that, you ate a bunch of candy and stayed up till 1 a.m. Hmm. Oh, man. That sounds nice. Yeah, honestly, them not being in school, or them being in school on Tuesday, well, maybe cut down on the 10, 15 doorbell rings. Come on, man. Yeah. Remember there was a couple times there where, like, teenagers were coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. What are you if doing? You, if you have your lights on, that's on you. If you don't have your uh, lights uh, on. no. Uh, listen, I'm no. not. Yes. Yes, no. it is. Yes. No. Yes. End 10 o'clock, man? Hold on. Will you take two breaths? <gasps> it Me. is. Your fault because you have your light on. It is not. They're idiots for doing it. My lights are, are on every they evening. Are, they are disrespectful for doing it. But on Halloween, if your lights are on, that basically says we're open for business. Wrong. I totally disagree. Oh, okay, I'm so at saying, midnight when your light's I'm, on, you're open for business? It's it's I'm, reasonable to, to. Never mind. Yeah, never to, mind. To expect a knock on the door? That's what you're saying. No, maybe I'm not. No, I'm not saying that. it's a fault on both parties, we could say. I'm not saying that. I'm saying what they're doing is wrong, disrespectful, rude, and ignorant. But you know, on one night out of the year on Halloween, if your light is on, people are welcome to ring your doorbell. Maybe shut the lights off. No, man. <laughs> I ain't changing for anybody. Nah, I don't care what day Lights it is. are on. Nah. They know my rules. I'm going to just ring and run your house. Yeah, those kids should know my rules. I... <laughs> my rules? It's not my rules. T- you guys are the ones that are always pitching for common courtesy. It's and like, you know, it's, particular right, but societal it's, rules. Maybe but, but for the there's one like night, a thing. Maybe for the one night of the year. Yeah, one I'm night. Shutting, hey, when the lights are off, 364. I will not bend. 364, <laughs> you keep them lights on whenever you want. But the one day out of the year that literally we know as a young child, like my kids are seven and five. And and, and be they in know bed. on Halloween when the house does not have the light on, that means they are closed. Well, yeah, of if course. a house has a light on, that means they are open. And again, I'm not saying it's them. I'm saying the older kids who are disrespectful and do not care, <laughs> if your light is off and they ring the doorbell, open season, throw eggs at them, beat them, you know, go crazy, do whatever you want to do. But if the light is on, you could be angry and be like, what the hell are you doing? But then you go, ah, well, damn it, I left the lights on. Ah. Oh man! If my lights on and somebody rings the doorbell or something like that, it's it, it's a good it's a good survey of oh, which kids are total a holes in this neighborhood. <sighs> so with, with Halloween comes the night before, which is what mischief night, or what we used to call gate night. You know, mischief night is the night before Halloween. Yeah, I never heard about that until I, I was older. That, I don't know what that is. Mischief what, night. What does never. one do? Create. Yeah, yeah mis- I thought it was create a- mischief. <laughs> Those, you know, that's the night you go around, you egg the houses, and you TP everybody. Oh, See, I don't, I don't like know if it's if it's like a area thing, like a regional thing, because like I know, like St. Louis is the only place where you got to tell jokes for candy. Like that's a yeah, that's and a St. I Louis thing to do that. Yeah, that's a St. Louis thing. So like maybe mischief night because I don't remember mischief night at all. I don't remember any of that. No, we didn't. I grew up. I never even heard about that until I was an adult. Yeah. Um, I refuse to have a kid tell a joke. Oh, why is that? Reef, I don't play by your rules. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mr. Lights on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want this transaction to be awkward. Get your candy and get the hell off my property. <laughs> 
Reasonable. That's reasonable. Yeah. Well, I bring up the, I bring up the mischief night thing because I guess the tradition uh, for some high schools is I guess the seniors. Oh yeah. TP. Uh, uh, somebody's house. Oh yeah, but yeah, because the juniors—they're the ones that own the house or have to clean it up. Right. <laughs> at, the, at the same at the same time, you know, it's mischief night or whatever. But a lot of times, it falls around homecoming too, and that's yeah, yeah, where, yeah. that's where that kind of takes place. No, my hand. question is: so, so there were a couple houses on our block that were teepeed because mm-hmm. the the homecoming thing and you know the sports high school thing. If your tree in front of your house is teepeed. Mm-hmm. You should go out there and try to clean it up, right? For sure. There's yeah. one house, and this is two years in a row. I guess they have two older kids. Two years in a row, their tree was teepeed, and they just don't touch it. Well, so what do they have they do? They just let it so dissolve into still, the lawn? Dries onto the tree? It's still, there's teepee still in the front tree. It, right Weeks now. later. Weeks later. What? Huh. Maybe. I understand not getting some of the higher branches, because they did a masterful job on this house. That's got to be some sort of ordinance. It's like... Losing yeah. a car in your lawn. So remember that as a kid, if we got TP'd, it was the next morning you try Like, our goal was, because sometimes you get, a you know, information that someone's going to TP your house. So you try to get up as early as you can and clear the trees off so no one ever sees it. And you're like, ha-ha, I won. We got to get out there with a broom. Work. You know, get some of those higher branches. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's still It's weeks now. That's weird. And it's off-putting. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, dude, I was, I was. That's amazing. Go to bed in, you know, some, usually this happened during the summer with our friends, but like, I would go to bed. There was one summer where we had a TP war where nobody was safe. Go to bed, 6 a.m. My bedroom door flies open and my dad goes, get up, get dressed and go clean everything. <laughs> and I go, okay. And then my dad had a specific thing. He took a big, long broom handle, and he put two nails in it. And that is what he used to help hang Christmas lights yeah. on the tree. And he'd go, go get the Christmas light stick and get it out of the tree. Go, okay, Dad. All right. And you go tell your friends that if they do anything to my truck again, this is over. Go, okay, Dad. No, I'm just, I'm just, are you not hearing this? Are you not hearing John do this? Yeah, it's yes. awesome. And then I'd be out there and there'd be there'd be one strand at the very top that I couldn't get the, the Christmas light stick to get. So I'd just leave it and I'd go, ah, that'll, that'll fall down eventually and I'll get it. And I'll go inside. My dad would go outside. All of a sudden I'd hear the door open. I'd hear, Tom! I'd go, yeah, what's up, dad? Every and he'd go, needed to be cleared out. He'd, he'd go, come here. I'd come downstairs and he'd go. At what point did I say clean 99% of it up? I said clean all of it up. Get up there. And I'd go, but, Dad, the stick doesn't reach there, and I'm not tall enough. And he'd go, well, they just invented ladders yesterday, so you can go get one and get up there and get it. And I'd go, okay. <laughs> wow. Happy Sunday. My car got egged, and my dad went to the dad of the kid. We tracked him down, figured it out. He went there and said, hey, man, you can do whatever you're going to do to this kid, but that is my car. Yeah. You egged my car. You egged my door. Yeah, we were bad. I mean, we used to get TP, uh, and we, we would, around that time, stores wouldn't sell eggs to kids under 18. There was a Walgreens up the street from us that would not sell toilet paper to kids during homecoming season for Hazelwood Central and during Halloween. Oh, yeah, man. they wouldn't sell eggs to kids under 18, so you had to get somebody's brother to go buy. <laughs> 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 hey, mister... <laughs> Yeah, bought me three dozen eggs. What's it f- called? Fishing when you go outside a rest or a, a grocery store like that, trying to get. Hey, Mister. Yeah, they. Hey, Mister. Hey, Mister. Hey, Mister. 
And then uh, we would throw baloney on uh, on hoods of cars. Oh, man, oh. that's terrible for it, too, man. I know. It terrible. Was, Terrible. Ter- terrible. Yeah, you terrible. shouldn't use spam. It cleans it up. Terrible. No, we we did one car, and there were forever rings on the uh, on the hood of the car. Yeah, on their parents' car, because I'm sure they didn't pay for it. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Jeez. But, so as far as candy goes, two-thirds of people have been buying the same candy for at least five years. Probably the same, you know, fun size bag or whatever. You get mm-hmm. the Hershey's brand, or you get the... was her, did, Were the Hershey brands with the Crackles... Mm, yeah, crackle is so. Hershey. Crackle is Hershey. Yeah. Crackle, Mr. Good Bar, Special mm. Dark, Milk Chocolate, and I think that's it. Yeah, crackles, crackles good. But every time I have a crackle, I go, oh, that's good. I wish I had a crunch. It's the same thing. It, but, but crunch has a better ratio. It's a softer feel. It's a better. It's a better. I bet you it's the same thing. It's just a different wrapper. No, and, no, and it's in your head. No, no, it's no it's a way. Different shape. It's a different something. I'm no scientist, but it is a different something. It's the same thing. It's just a different wrapper. No, this no. This just said the, uh, the I the just pulled thin- up an article that said the actual difference between Nestle Crunch and Hershey Crackle Bars. I'm reading right okay, now. Okay, so what the thinness that? of the crunch is what? Oh, hello, come on, man. It's like there's like a there's like a there's a there's a nature to it that's just uh, much saying? more I'm enjoyable. Reading. It's all the same so far. Same ingredients, two different candy bars. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's different ingredients. I'm saying it's a different ratio or something. God By time. far, the nation says that Crackle is far superior to Crunch Bar. Crunch Bar is crumbly, waxy, and fake tasting, and that is almost viewed as soggy rice cereal. And Crackle is smoother, more flavorful, and definitely more crunchy than the regular okay. Crunch Bar. Yeah, great for them, but I like crunch. <laughs> Good for them, but it, it clearly as shows far, that people have a difference. As far as, as ingredients, as far as ingredients and uh, what is included, they are literally the exact same candy. Ingredients, wow. as far as milk, chocolate, mm. as opposed to cocoa, and all that, the ratios. They say they are all practically the ratios are identical. Pr- practically, okay, we're talking about something in my mouth. Practically is a very, very wide. Uh, that's that's a broad term. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's almost identical. Well, that is a big difference when it comes to taste buds. All right, so the best-selling candy last October. What do you think the best-selling candy last October was? Uh, uh, No, was it Milky Way? Oh. Uh, One, two, three. Oh, no, Reese's. uh, Peanut butter cups. Yeah, the cups, man. Um, Okay, the the cups were number one. Milky Ways were number ten. Kit Kat would have been up there. Milky Way was number 10. Snickers. Kit Kat was uh, nine, eight, seventh. Oh. Then Snickers Hershey's. was fourth. Um, there was another one that uh, that ended up in all the... You know, they put peanut butter cups and peanut butter pumpkins as the kind of same thing. Is it? What is it? Peanut yeah. butter yeah. puffs? Peanut butter cups, oh, and, cups. Pu- and pumpkins. I thought you said yeah. peanut butter puffs. The pumpkins uh, are better because they're smoother. They they are. I mean, clearly, they are the same thing. It is chocolate and Reese's peanut butter, but the pumpkins, the trees, the eggs, all that stuff tastes way different than the regular cups. Yeah, because, because you're, not going, you're not getting around those ridges. Those, I like the ridges. I, yeah. Listen, I like the ridges too, but when the ridges are gone, it's a special treat. It's Again, it's the experience. It might be the same exact thing, same ratio. It's a different experience. Peanut M&Ms were better selling than regular M&Ms. Really? Last year. That's wild. So peanut M&M's were second, third were regular M&M's, fourth were Snickers, fifth your OG Hershey bars, Twizzlers were sixth. Peanut M&M's are great, don't get me wrong, but what, as kids, I feel like 
you know, one out of every two kids is avoiding peanuts. Yeah. Right? Due to allergies or just No, taste? no, no, just because I, I didn't like nuts in my candy when I was uh, when I was younger. Now, I like it. I like peanut butter M&Ms. But when I was a kid, I was like, no, I don't want something. Eighth were Twix, ninth were Starburst. Now, there was a major east-west divide when it comes to the top-selling candy in each state. In the eastern half of the U.S., it's peanut butter cups. We're included in this one. Yes. Out west, it's peanut M&Ms. And the only outliers are peanut butter cups in Wyoming and regular M&Ms in Hawaii and New Hampshire. Chocolate candy is way, is, is still the most popular. 84% of people who plan to buy candy will buy at least some chocolate this year. 27% of people who give out candy base their buying on their own preferences more than what trick-or-treaters want. Man. So even yeah. though I know trick-or-treaters want Reese's peanut butter cups, my favorite is payday, so to hell with y'all so and buying paydays. I'm buying paydays. Or like, I love Charleston shoes, so that's what you're getting. Oh, those are so But I mean, good. it is fair. You're paying for it, and you're like, you know, I'll take a couple of these myself, and I might as well enjoy it. Yeah, but you're you're buying candy for the kids. Yeah, yeah but, but I'm going to have to deal with the leftovers. It's, that's what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, if yeah. there's some left over, I want to enjoy I'm it. Otherwise, it's just trash. I'm trying not to have leftovers. Yeah, that's why you go with the good stuff. Just get rid of it. Disappointing kids, I guess, doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, our taste in candy changes. So, so is there a candy you hated as a kid, but like now? Yeah. Almond Joy. I was not a fan of coconut growing up. Anything that had coconut, I was like, this is terrible. This is disgusting. I hate the texture. I hate the taste. I hate everything. And uh, growing up, I was like, man. And my grandma always had them on a bowl. They always, she always had Almond Joys out and about. And I remember grabbing one as like... 16 or 17, I was like, these are always garbage, but I want something. I took a bite, I ate it, and I went, damn, I think I like this. Exactly. S- same thing with candy corn, too. I used to hate candy corn as a kid. Candy corn was the most common as kids hated them and as adults, you like them. You want to know why and we hated licorice. candy corn? You want to know why we hated candy corn as a kid? Because it was always out. At somebody's house, grandma, your parents, you, you know, your friend's house, it was always out somewhere. Stale. And when you would walk around, it was stale and you would grab a handful and you'd eat way too much of it and feel like crap. Mm-hmm. So you thought it was bad. As an adult, you go, I'm going to eat three of these today and then walk away from this bowl. And only That's the good. fresh ones. Only yeah. the fresh ones. Yeah. I had the exact same experience with him with coconut. I avoided it at all costs when I was a kid. And at 20-something, I just had something with coconut. I went, whoa, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I figured out the code, and coconut's the greatest. Wait, so so it's mounds and all? Mounds are no? Mounds is the great one because it has no nuts. Almond joys have nuts. Mounds don't. Okay. <laughs> so mounds is just a smooth coconut. Yeah, oh, and I like smooth. almond joy because I, like te- I like the consistency. I like the texture of the actual bite and the crunch when yeah, you Yeah, I like almonds. It. To throw me almond joy. Yeah, I was not uh, a picky kid, but I also was the kind of kid who we would go up and down every neighborhood we, you know, within walking distance of our house. And so I'd try to get as many bags full of candy as I could. And, uh, you know, I was planning on eating all that kind of stuff. And then um, one year, my mom, like, I kept complaining about hearing noises at nighttime. <laughs> And my mom checked, and I guess under my bed, I put both bags and never ate any of the candy. And the mice, I brought mice oh, in the house with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I was you just like, I wasn't disaster. into candy as a kid. I just was like, eh, it's you good. You just call you a yeah, collector. You're into yeah. the hall. Yeah, I'm I in the hall, the hall, and too. I could, I didn't it's care It's a thrill of the hunt. Like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it just wasn't a big. And uh, when we candy were a kid, guy. we did pillowcases. So yeah, that's could, what we did too. If you could fill your pillowcase, you were an impressive. Well, you when won. when you got to be yeah. of a certain age, it wasn't cool to have the pumpkin, the or, pail, or the yeah. pail. You know, you know what other candy that pillowcase. I hated as a kid, as a kid, and as an adult, I absolutely love York peppermint patties. Oh, as a kid, Love that it. was always old people candy really? to me. That was like, what you know, my mom had them in the freezer, and that's what my mom ate. That was my mom's candy. Yeah, that was my grandma's. That wasn't mine. I didn't want that. I didn't want gum. I didn't want, I didn't, if I wanted mint, I'd go get gum, you know, you, or a mint. Did you try the Andes when you were a kid? Yeah, I, I think it was Shoney's had oh, the free, too. Shoney's had free Andes. Yeah, there were restaurants that would hand them to you on yeah, the way out. Yeah, that was the but best. But now as an adult, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put one of these York peppermint patties in the freezer. And I put it in the freezer, and then I ate it. I'm like, damn, this is ice cream, bro. This is delicious. <laughs> um, did you like licorice? Like black licorice? I still hate still black hate licorice. It. Anybody Absolutely like black licorice? It. I loved it, it a lot when I was little, and now... It, I haven't had it in a long time. It's okay, like but it, it doesn't really do anything for me anymore. Like black, when I was little, I actually did enjoy it, and then now it's kind of like, uh Black licorice is the one of the very few foods that when I taste it, it causes a physical gag reaction to me. Like if I take a bite, if somebody, if you blindfold me and then go, here you go, and I put black licorice or, you know those like juju bean, juju, what are they, juju fruits, juju fruits, juju whatever fruits, they are? Yeah. There's a black one in there, that, or like a dark purple one that is black licorice. And I, if I also you know, like black jelly beans. Yeah, I mean, dude, if that goes, I honestly, I go, oh, oh God, get it. Which out. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think the black jelly beans are even a thing anymore. And like the, I don't in know. the variety packs of yeah, jelly beans, so I don't, know. So I don't even think it's a thing anymore. Ruiners. It just didn't mix with anything. It was so. I don't, bad. I don't, I don't. I used to like blackjack gum. Well, you know why? Oh, yikes, you know, man! You know, yikes! Know, that, that was such an outlier. Yes. On the uh, in in the packs, that if you're if you're my kind of kid, but like when I was a kid, I didn't do individual jelly beans. You wanted a handful and just whoop, you know, throw it back. Yeah, and, you and throw if you a, threw a it back in there, and it had one of the licorice <laughs> ones in it, you just like, it, t- it tastes like you were drinking creek water. It was just awful. So awful. you know the Italian liqueur, you know, Anazette. No, you're out. No, get out of here. I don't want that. No licorice, man. No, no. Unless it's like actual true licorice, which is somewhat tolerable, but like that's not, that's not around. So, but, but you'll have Twizzlers though, like that kind of. Nope. Regular Twizzlers. Red. Red Twizzlers. Yes. The Red Vines, my wife loves those. I hate them. Uh, I'm down with licorice. I'm just not down with black licorice. So Red Vines. Okay. So there's Twizzlers and there's Red Vines. Correct. The Red Vines are sweeter. I had the Red Vine. Or are they the same thing? I they're don't know the they're different. I mean, they do taste different, but I don't know what that is. I don't I know if it's like, like the crackle more and crunch. I used to like <laughs> the, the the red licorice that came in like a not the twisted rope like a Twizzler, but just a straight shoelace. That's the red vine. Okay, those are red vines. I thought so. Mm. Uh, Again, this is not so. my area. Sometimes those were those were you'd I forget where you'd get them. It was like the sh- it was looked like a shoelace. Okay, Sometimes yeah. it no, went over like red vines are just like red vine looks exactly like twisters. But you yeah, know but, what I'm talking you, about but, the shoelace. But you peel you peel them off into the shoelaces. I thought that was the no. okay. you're thinking you're thinking of Twizzlers pull and peel. Red vines are just like legit like straight straight up licorice. You're talking about they just look like rebar. You're talking about look up shoelace licorice. Shoelace, I remember. I remember licorice. seeing shoelace because it always. Yeah, yeah, I remember these. It always I remember these. fun. Dude, those. Are oh yeah, my brother. Are you talking that. about the real thin ones or the thicker ones? Um, because Twizzlers pull and peel. You can peel and they become really thin. I'm thinking about you go to the concession stand and you buy the big, giant, long licorice that's like three foot long. That's just a big, 
thick gauge of licorice. I almost like the <laughs> thinner one, the thinner one that was really hard to chew through. And it was like an ultra strawberry flavor. I don't know. Was, I think that's Twizzler, right? Yeah, it's just no. I don't know. Nope, was, nope. I got it. I don't it. know if it's it was Twizzler. Edible just, shoelaces. Edible how, shoelaces. How do you not feel like you're just chewing on someone's? Edible so I was a kid. I don't know. Shoelaces. It's called Super Rope. Super Rope. But those were soft. Those were softer. I know those. Those were soft. Like this. This is right here. Is what I was thinking. This is what you get for a dollar at the concession yeah, stand yeah, yeah. for that's Saturday a, soccer. Yeah, that's a weapon. Those were soft. Wow. I'm talking about the harder. I don't know what I have, I have no idea what you're yeah, talking. When about. you went back to the go back to the, the shoelace, uh, and they're all terrible. Uh, go up, go up a little on the screen. Yeah, I can't, like that. I can't strawberry get into laces. That. I mean, that looks cool. I, and I remember, yeah, I, I, I remember trying that because it was much more vibrant as far as uh, flavor goes. But I just didn't like the uh, and that didn't taste like licorice either. No, it did not. That didn't really taste like that. Was, that was like this weird strawberry weird. gum? I don't know. I liked yeah. it. gum stuff. I liked it. Okay, so what's more popular, Twizzlers or Red Vines? Twizzlers. Uh, I'm going to say Red Vines because you wouldn't be talking about this if it was Twizzlers. Twizzlers are more popular. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's more popular? Oh, okay. I get what you're doing. Smarties or Sweet Tarts? Uh, Smarties. Sweet Tarts. Oh, man. These days? Smarties, Smarties are the ones that come in the rolls. And they also come in a lot of uh, combo are we, packs. Are we talking just during Halloween or year-round? Year-round, Sweet Tarts. Uh, Justin Halloween, Smarties. i got to be honest. I haven't sweet, seen Sweet Tarts in a long time. What, what, are those up in the, the yeah, grocery big long, There's a big, long still? roll still. Really? Yeah. I haven't awesome. seen them. I haven't seen those in a long time either. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm not looking for them. Smarties are more popular than Sweet Tarts. I'm assuming this is around Halloween. Gotcha. Well, how do Sweet Tarts even come anymore? Did they in come? the big, long roll. In the Mentos roll? Yeah. You know what I like to if if I was same way they always have. If I, mean, I was over by Sweet Tarts, I'd go. Oh, I want Sweet Tarts. Uh, I think I'll go Spree. See, here's the thing. Did you, you guys ever have Sprees? So you don't you don't see them all that much because you're not looking for them, and they're not like yeah, Sweet Tarts always come in the box. <laughs> well, this is how they come in. Oh like, my gosh, a, like a gas station or candy, but this is how they come in Walgreens or Schnucks. I've yeah. never seen them in a box. Look at that mini chews. They basically turn them into Sprees because that's why I like the Sprees because they were no, more chewy. They no, had no, no, no. These are can- balls. These are like little balls. Oh, interesting. The, the, star, the, the sweet tart Smarties, chews are balls. Oops, I got mine backwards. I always thought the uh, sweet tart was the the smarty one. No, no Smarties, Smarties the ones that have almost no flavor. It's oops. just it's just a texture of sugar. Yeah, with some, no, with some dust. Chalk. It's, it's yeah, 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 chalk. It's yeah. chalk and dust. <laughs> <laughs> and, That's in and, every other house at Halloween. Do you guys remember the big giant sweet tarts? The giant ones. I don't remember. They the were huge, ones. big giant chewy sweet tarts, and they were awesome. You oh, can't find them. What's anymore. more popular, milk duds or whoppers? Uh, both of those can go in the garbage, but let's just go ahead and say Whoppers. Whoppers. I'll, say, I'll say Milk Duds. Milk Duds are more popular. Yeah, it's a brighter box. This would, Whopper would not, yeah, Milk Duds. <laughs> it's a more exciting box. <laughs> I like a Milk Dud if, yeah, it's, if it's fresh and you got the time. Yeah, yeah, you got the time. <laughs> Whoppers are also good except for uh, um, after about three, you go, whoa, there's that plastic. There's like some really intense artificial aftertaste. Uh, what about uh, Blow Pops and Dum Dums? Hey, uh, I'm gonna say blow pops. Blow pops. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go dum dum because it's funny. They say it's pretty even. Oh, okay. It's a pretty even split between blow pops and dum dums. You know what? I can get hey. that too because, like, with my kids, I'll give my kid a dum dum. You know, here you go. Hey. But when, but when it comes to blow pops, I'm like, ah, 
it's got gum in it. I'm definitely not trusting my son with a blow pop, but <laughs> with a dum dum, I'm like, here you go, man. Just just take this. Just you know, don't leave this sitting on the table with a with a blow pop. Now we're choking. <laughs> what uh, what was your favorite flavor of uh, dum dum? I like the root beer ones. Ah, uh, see, man, you are weird, dude. You like warm candy flavor in your mouth, like black licorice, instant hot mouth. Root beer, instant hot. I mouth. like the root beer ones. Was there a green apple? I feel like the green apple was was Ooh, one. Oh, there was always the mystery flavor one. Mystery flavor was always cream soda, and that could go right to hell. <laughs> Another warm ass flavor. Yeah, that's it was always that, cream soda. No, was it? It wasn't that, always, but I mean, like nine ninety percent of the time, I felt like the mystery flavor was cream soda. Dude, and you it, go, damn it! Anytime you saw a cream soda flavor thing, it like I I can just Im- imagine like a ten year old kid seeing that and just rolling his eyes because you go, oh, they're trying the cream soda thing again. Another attempt at cream soda. Never works long long term. Never. But of all the lollipops, I like the uh, the Tootsie Rolls. The Tootsie Roll Pop. Tootsie Pops? Yeah, Tootsie those Pop. Good. Those are good. Yeah. Those are my... And the weird one I liked was the brown one, the chocolate one. Uh, Warm-ass candy. Wow. This dude just likes hot candy. You are all about that hot candy, man. Tootsie Roll not on there? On this list? No, as far as uh, popular, yeah, you, it's out of the top ten. Toasted roll rips if you get a soft one. Do you like uh, cinnamon candy? Ooh, not yeah. really. Red like hot, the no. worst, yeah. the worst. See, but does, yeah, like but, but wouldn't you think, based no. on what he said thus far, yeah, he likes spicy candy and and <laughs> hot ass candy. That like is right there. The hot tamales. The root, get the, out the root of here. One was just a sweet. It wasn't spicy. Red Hots are the yeah. worst. And when people try to make desserts and then they fancy them up and during Christmas and put a Red Hot and just like, oh, too far, man. I didn't like the spicy candies. Like, you could keep your warheads and your... What's the one from the theater? That you, you know, if you go to a movie theater, they have the... Hot, hot tamales. tamales. Hot tamales. Yeah, okay, yeah. The hot That's just like colored those. carnauba uh, in spicy flavor. And that Mike and Ike's, the, the hot tamale, um, you know, captain... <laughs> Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike. Oh, dude, those two. You get those two together, it's a party. <laughs> dude, Mike and Ike is the best, man. I get you. Mike that's and Ike a, that is, is truly that good. is that is my favorite candy. I think is it's Mike mine and too. Ike's my all-time favorite candy. They come in the different variety packs. Tropical, sour. Oh, the tropical. Love it. Oh, so good. I can't eat that anymore, and it sucks. Uh, so if anybody wants to create a sugar-free version of that, I, I'd appreciate uh, Mike it. Mike and Ike's. Yeah, they don't yeah, have that. Good. Ain't gonna be worth no. it. He's right. It probably would taste terrible. I mean, this is literally flavored sugar. That's there's nothing else to that. I'm surprised it's not a thing. They're pretty much sugar free everything these days. Yeah, if it's worth it, but it ain't worth it with Mike and Ike. Have you had a Mike and Ike recently? No. Oh, friend, you are missing out. Am I? Oh, truly. (laughs) Oh, friend. (laughs) This is so good. I didn't think I was. Oh no! It'll it'll put you in a good mood. Oh, they don't jelly beans. So hey, same thing. Hey, they don't That's have sugar free Mike and Ikes, but they do have uh, clear way isolate Mike and Ike. The, the Starburst jelly beans. Those are as close as you're going to get, but those are a little bit smoother and and uh, there's a bit more of a chew, a bit more of an effort, a bit more of a value in, <laughs> in what you're getting uh, out of Mike and Ike. John on Twitter says the best candy ever is the uh, strawberries, like the strawberry. Um, Sucking candy. Look, look at these. Oh yeah, what? with like the goo in the middle of them. No they, idea what had, you're talking about. Yeah, you do. Like older You've seen people? these. It look, yeah, it's like an older people candy. It looked like a. Sh- yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, what yeah, the heck are those? I don't those think I ever. Great. I've never even unwrapped those. It did not seem it's worthy. Good. It's, oh, a stra- it's a strawberry. Excellent. It's a strawberry it's hard candy that has gel in the middle somehow. Yeah. Ew, those are excellent. <laughs> but you look at the wrapper and you're like, I'm not going to waste my finger energy on these. 
it looks like a strawberry. But that was the kind of you go to, you know, like a grandma's house or something, and it'd be in a jar. You're like, sweet. Everyone, no, every once in a while you get a handful of those in your in your Halloween bag. Yeah. It damn near looks like a strawberry Werther, the way that it's presented. It Dude, those are good, though. I haven't had those in years. Are they years. really? Oh, they're so good. I wonder if they hold up. What? Oh, they are so good. It, it almost reminds me of like a like a gel... I mean, like a uh, like a like, like a, a strawberry, like no, like a strawberry pastry, and it's got the little like the red dot in the center. Yeah, that cookie, that that cookie with the with the red goop in the center. Yeah, is it. that is that what that is? I have no idea. Strawberry candy. Hey, one more thing yeah. before we move on, and this is uh, still on the on the kind of food tip. Um, fast food places have one job: providing you want you know providing you with the food you want fast, right? Mm-hmm. That's fast food. But what if you don't get the food you want, and it's not fast. A data analysis company that uses mystery shoppers to grade places on customer experience just put out their annual report on fast food places. So for the report, the mystery shoppers went to 10 chains at more than 1,500 locations nationwide from June through July, and here's what they found. They found at fast food restaurants, the average total time spent in drive through lanes decreased by about 10 seconds from a year ago to 372 seconds. So that's the average time you will spend in a fast food line, 372 seconds. That's more than six minutes. Okay, I was, wow. do- I was doing the calculation. <laughs> and it's almost a minute longer than pre-pandemic times. Overall... To order accuracy is about 85% in this year's report, which is about the same as last year. That means, like, I don't think that's great. That no, means it's, 15% it's not, it's of orders were good. not filled correctly. Wow. That seems about right in, in recent experiences. You feel that's right? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to calculate guess, just like it, the last 10. Hasn't that kind of been the norm for 85%? Ever? I think I'm. I think I feel I'm, like it got better for a while. I think I'm eighty twenty, as far as eighty percent getting the correct order, twenty percent not. I think if and, it, on- and it's and it's and sorry, Scott, and it's and it's missing an item, you know, not like Whatever. not like hey, I, I get a cheeseburger, fries, and a chocolate shake, and then I end up getting home and I got a chicken sandwich, uh, you know, a soup and a strawberry shake. I'm talking, I get a cheeseburger, fries, chocolate shake, and I get a cheeseburger. Uh, a chocolate shake and apple wedges, or whatever you know, like yeah, one yeah, mi- yeah. one item is messed up. Mine's usually something like I said seasoning on the fries, and you put seasoning on the sandwich. Yep. If you had just that, listened to the that sentence counts. that I used when I that one hundred percent that counts as accuracy. Yeah, yeah 100%. if I ask for diet coke and I get sauce, coke, that's if I accuracy. ask for hot sauce and there's no hot sauce in the bag, accuracy. Yeah, that's accuracy. Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, unsweet, and they give you sweet tea. Oh, uh, uh, that. But yeah, if you're on a road trip, this is supposed to happen. I think they know when families are on road trips, like, okay, we're screwing this order up. Okay, so <laughs> what do they find? What, what was the fastest drive-through? Chick-fil-A. Wrong. They were number one last year, dead last this year. Dead last? Dead ah. out of the 10? You want to know why? Because everybody was like, well, hell, they're so fast. Let's just go there. They everybody were number one them. last year, dead last this year. Okay, so the fastest fast. one? That's weird. Taco Bell. No, Taco Bell Taco takes Bell forever. Taco Bell was number two. That takes forever. At least the one by me takes forever. Does it really? Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, I, I mean, like, I, I've seen back there. How long does it make it to a cheese quesadilla? Let's say White Castle. Is that on the Ooh, list? No, they, I don't think they went to White it's Castle. It's going to be McDonald's, isn't it? No. The fastest chain was KFC. Wow. I'll oh, tell you what. Everything's it, ready. It makes sense. Everything's ready. 
You don't get to cuss them anything. You're not getting. You're not. And that's getting, kind of a bummer, though. You're not getting. They're not <laughs> yeah. dropping chicken for you. It's already there. Is that not a bummer to some people? What I, that you're just there to pick it up? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I want my fried chicken, like I want it out that fryer, well, into that box, into my hopefully belly. It hasn't been sitting there a long time. Well, it's a they lot get of there, hoping. They get there like three in the morning. They make it all by five, and then they just let it sit all day. And <laughs> no, no, oh no, uh, I thought that's at Taco Bell. They're actually making the individual items. Sure, I mean it's pretty much the same ingredients in just different forms, mm-hmm. but they're still taking the trowel. They're putting. They're making the tacos. They're putting the cheese in there. They're putting yeah. that stuff at KFC. Think yeah. about it. They're not mashing potatoes they're to order. They're just counting. Yeah. Four yeah, piece, four six piece, piece, box, whatever boom. Or they scoop the, of mashed potatoes, gravy, and the styrofoam out the door. Yeah, and they have the big white trash can in the back, and they just scoop out the mashed potatoes from that and That's heat it, it up. And how was the um, how was the improvement? Where were they last year? Do you have the, uh, do you have the last year's I list? I don't, but I know that Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A was was from number first one to last, from huh? first to last. <laughs> Five fastest chains: KFC, Taco Bell, Hardee's, Dunkin', and Carl's Jr. Oh yeah, Duncan's always fast. But on average, on average, Chick Fil A had the most cars in line, but they weren't last just because of long lines. They measured lane wait time and at the window service time, and Chick Fil A was slowest for both. That's wild. So hmm. they were slow when you get to the window, and then when you got to the window, they were slow. You know what? They're number one in though is friendliness. That's Absolutely. for damn sure. Oh yeah, my. Hey pleasure. there, Tony. How are you? I'm like, oh. As far as accuracy goes, Arby's and McDonald's tied for first in order accuracy, followed by Burger King, Carl's Jr., and Hardee's. Chick-fil-A was number one last year, tied for seventh this year. Because I think Chick-fil-A added more stuff to their menu this year. Oh, that's going to slow you down. Yep. Didn't they add, like, mac and cheese? Yeah, and- yeah. Well, and that's the other reason that Arby's would even be on a list for good. It's because, you know, what do you got? At Arby's? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, you're not going to Arby's for a variety or anything. I thought they had. You have not been to Arby's in quite some time. You're damn right. <laughs> because they have they have a pretty extensive <laughs> menu, and it's, yeah. and it's and pretty, uh, pretty uh, damn good. You're right. I listen. I love me some Lions Choice, but guess what? I love McDonald's and I love Burger King. There, are, there's okay. There's places in the world for both things, and Arby's has got some pretty cool stuff at their on yeah. their. Here's, menu. I, 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 agree. here's I want their buns. Here are the, here are the place they they. In the survey, Arby's, Burger King, Carl's Jr., Chick-fil-A, Dunkin', Hardee's, KFC, McDonald's, Taco Bell, Wendy's. They should add Starbucks on here. Too. They, didn't, they didn't include Starbucks. Uh, well, Zach, last. Zach on here says the only reason KFC is the fastest is because they only serve two people all day long. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. <burn. laughs> now, haven't uh, they been crushing it? Hasn't KFC just been crushing it these last couple of years? Yeah. Uh, Wendy's had the worst accuracy. And, and for what it's worth, the most common error as far as accuracy goes, is the drink. Drink is the, as far as mistakes, drinks were number one. Yeah, and I think, too, because I know at Wendy's, and I think a lot of the other restaurants have it now, where you go and you can push, you know, the buttons, and it has 50 different sodas that you could choose from and all that. You know what I'm talking about? Those new... Oh, the new Coke machines, the yeah. Coke remix machines? Yeah, so where Wendy's you could go. has that, and they have, yeah. on there, they have a lime-flavored water, and Every time I order that, they're like, uh, we have regular water. And I'm like, no, you got like a, a sparkling lime water. I think it's called AHA. And they're like, ah. Uh. And so they have to get some help. And then someone comes over like, oh, yes, we do have it. Like, why can't you Why can't you just get a Coke? 
Just, not, just don't be a problem and just get a Coke. <laughs> Why? Just don't be a problem. You can get a soda that uh, doesn't Let me get lime-flavored water. It's not carbonated. I do say the word. It's uh, easy to figure out. Though. I do say the word unsweet at least three times. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, and an unsweet tea. Yeah, unsweet. Yep, unsweet. Unsweet. Yep, every time. Just because, like, the worst thing, I mean, the absolute crime was is to order an unsweet tea and be given a sweet tea. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. I'm not going to like that. I'm not a I'm, sweet tea guy. I'm a, uh-uh. I'm, a, I'm a non-drink guy at places. Oh, I wish I could be. Always. I've always been a non-drink guy. Wow. So you don't do the combo meals? No. What, doesn't it end up costing you if, more? If I do do the combo meals. have yes, I been had? A bottle of water? If I, I would either do a bottle of water or, like, oh, I would. I'm sorry. That's an upcharge. I, or I would just say, I would just, you know. Hey, uh, to, to my ex-wife, hey, what do you want? Or like to my kids, hey, do you guys want like the high C orange or something? Yeah. Because I just don't. Well, I used I to order wanna... water yeah, until I... I realized it was like tap water going through the hoses that nobody's cleaned. And then oh, I was like, okay, really? I'm done with that. Well, now all these places got a bottle of water, so you get a bottle of water. Usually that's. No, a... no, no that's that's only a few. There's a lot of people, if, if, if you get a combo meal and you order a water, I bet you it's 50-50, it'll give you a bottle, 50-50 give you tap water. Well, if I did that, I would I would specify bottle of water. But I bet you that would be an upcharge at most places. Yep, bottle of water with extra twenty cents. Crazy. So it's not filter whenever they give you water to. Oh man, I don't think so. I mean, I, you, I, you know where the ice is coming it, it from. It comes. Doesn't? It comes from. Yeah, it comes from that portion of the fountain machine where it is it's root beer. But if you hold the button down, it's just water. And uh, if you don't hold the button down for five seconds before you put your cup under it, you're getting root beer water. <laughs> yep. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, before it clears the line out. Yeah, and I don't know if it's filtered. I mean, I'm sure it's quote unquote filtered. Yeah, sure. but I don't know what it yeah, is. They filter it at the water treatment plant. Yum. Unsweetened tea is just dirty water. What's the point? <laughs> oh, hey, it has antioxidants. You are wrong. It's that's like saying That's like saying coffee is dirty water. Because it is, but it's great. Well, congratulations to KFC. They're, uh, they're number one yeah. as far as yeah, uh, good job. fast food accuracy and, and time. Time spent in line. Right, let's do this. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. What? Good that for word. them. They were time spent in line. What was accuracy? Arby's. Arby's and McDonald's were accuracy. Congratulations. Good, good for them. All right. Today's Teamers Member of the Day brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville. From St. Charles, Dan Sheehan is our yeah, Teamers Dan. Member of the Day. Uh, Dan is a loyal, everyday Riz Show podcast listener. Dan is always spreading the gospel of Riz and finds himself referencing the show constantly in everyday conversations. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> loves the camaraderie amongst every member of the show and the constant love the show gives to our local community. Well, thank you, Dan. Dan Sheehan from St. Charles is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, what's up? It's Patrico, and I want to talk to you about Foley Dental Group, and I want to talk to you about their new location, which is literally right down the street from their old one, but the building is huge. The building is almost twice in size. It's absolutely incredible. You can get the directions at foleydentalgroup.com, but they're now in Glen Carbon, and everything that you could get at their old location is available at their new location and then some. They are now offering sedation dentistry, and if you want to talk about a great dentist, I hate going to the dentist, and I don't hate going to see 
Dr. Foley and her team at Foley Dental Group. Again, if you want more information, FoleyDentalGroup.com. I'm sure you had some big goals to get yourself in shape, to find out what's going on inside you. And this is why you got to head to Victory Men's Health. They have three locations and are open five days a week, so it's really easy to get in there, really easy to schedule an appointment. Plus, you can just go to VictoryMensHealth.com and they have it right there in front of you. Very simple how to sign up and, uh, and get over there and go get your blood work done. That's what Tony did. That's what I did. And this is what allows you to know what's going on inside you. You want to get better with your workouts. You want to lose weight. You want to have a better sex life. You want to have uh, more energy. You just want to think clear. Well, you can do that now because Victory Men's Health will show you what you got to work on. For me, I was low in testosterone. I was low in vitamin D. All that is perfect now thanks to Victory Men's Health. They got me on the right doses. They figured out everything. And uh, now I'm actually good to go. So my workouts are better. I sleep amazing now. I've had sleeps where I feel like I'm a middle schooler. It's incredible. I encourage you guys, head over to Victory Men's Health. Get the help you need. Get yourself in shape. Find out what's going on inside you. Do that also by checking out Victor Men's Health and, uh, and also listen to our podcast, Women Want Strong Men. You can find that on our website or any uh, podcast network. Again, visit our good friends at Victor Men's Health. That's victorymenshealth.com. Hey, this is Jim Florentine, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I mean, you're a grown man. Are you still doing birthdays? You know what I mean? It, that, that's for kids. Birthdays are for kids. All right, great. So it's your birthday. I'll meet you at Chuck E. Cheese. We'll play some games and have some cake. Yay. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Camps. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. RizShow1057 thepoint.com. Match up with Moon happening in just a little bit. Give away some fabulous prizes. Also, we'll talk to our blues guy, Chris Kerber, courtesy of Randall's Wine and Spirits. Uh, blues in Seattle tonight. It's a late start. Nine o'clock. Sucks. Isn't it weird? Most teams have played like five games already. Yeah. <laughs> we had one yeah. and just sat around and waited. We, yep. were, we were the last team to start the season, and then we got to wait three days before we play again, which is crazy. Although, you know, after this uh, Seattle game, there's six games in ten days. So we'll be getting a lot of Blues hockey uh, after this. Uh, I'm sorry, after Saturday's game. After Saturday's game, so they play tonight, and the next game is Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then after Saturday's Another, game, it's six games in 10 days. Yep. In, wow. in 10 days. Two big rest periods. Get your sleep. Uh, also, uh, coming into the studio to chat uh, food, Matt Seebeck, who is the CEO for St. Louis City SC, our soccer team, CEO, Chief Experience Officer. Hmm. Oh, all right. We have an officer coming in. Yeah, we have an officer, and David Sandusky, who uh, owns uh, Beastcraft, one of the one of the biggest barbecue joints in the country. So they'll be coming in later on today to talk about uh, the food down at the new soccer stadium, Centene. So we'll chat food with those guys uh, later on. David from Beastcraft has one like, I mean, we're talking multiple like cooking competitions on like Food Network, Cooking Channel, all that stuff. Oh yeah, he was wasn't he just on uh, the the food? Great Barbecue Showdown or yeah, something? Yeah, he yeah. just went. He beat Bobby Flay in on the show. Beat Bobby yeah. Flay. So he'll be here. Um, so Johnny Depp has had a heck of a year, right, with the public defina- defamation trial. Yeah. Uh, with Amber Heard, uh, but it has not hurt his likability or his beloved character Jack Sparrow. So I guess um, Jack Sparrow costumes are flying off the shelf. Dang. Yeah, and that makes sense because he was a real he was he was he was for sure the victim in this whole thing. I mean, I, I, portrayed to be the victim in this whole thing. Like you saw a ton of 
Amber Heard, what was her, Amber Heard, is that her name? Amber Heard, yeah. You saw a ton of Amber Heard is a terrible person, which she is, a terrible person memes going around. And Johnny Depp was kind of looked at like, look at this guy, this poor guy. So all these costumes are probably that. And plus it doesn't hurt that they also mentioned that there's possibly going to be a continuation of the series. So there's there's a notable trend going on at the the world's biggest costume retailer, which is HalloweenCostumes.com. And uh, they, they saw a 90% spike in sales and purchases related to Jack Sparrow. So you could buy a basic Jack Sparrow costume for 85 bucks, 85 to 95 bucks, higher quality one, 245 to 299, and people have cleared out over 85% of the inventory. Wow. Man. So Jack Sparrow. And and you know, you know, you say Johnny Depp was the absolute victim here. I guess it depends on who you ask. Not, because I'm, Amber Heard definitely has her no, no, no. her I'm, supporters. I'm mm-hmm. saying in the media, and correct me if I'm wrong here, in the media, he was for sure painted to be the victim. Yeah, you show uh you they always showed him leaving the courthouse and he would say hi to the officers of that and then they'd find a clip of Amber she'd be leaving and they'd make sure it was like one that she didn't say hi to anyone or something like that so she looked like she well was she like, was painted as a villain for yeah, sure yeah. yes yes really okay cool okay there she is. was painted that, as the villain in that whole you. thing that's, for sure that's way better way I, to put it but not him victim. as a victim you know you can almost say who had the better uh PR team yeah mm-hmm. he definitely won on the PR team but the the only victim was the bed sheets oh uh, well she pooped in the bed yeah that's yeah the only victim and was that the, I know that was brought up in court I don't think that was real, was it? But was that for sure? Because she says it was the dog. In oh, in the court case, was know. that even brought up, or was that just, yeah, hey, yeah. we're gonna put we're gonna put this out there as a as a thing that you will forever be attached to? Uh, in court, Amber Heard said that the poop in bed with Johnny Depp was a quote horrible practical joke gone wrong. But was it? What did she say? It was a dog, or was she? Or was it her? Uh, did she admit that she pooped in the bed? Clarifying that the surprise was the defecation. Testified a Caca. horrible practical joke gone wrong. On the on the stand Wednesday, Depp said he was shown a picture of the bed incident, which allegedly took place after he and his then wife had an argument on a thirtieth birthday party. I had gone to the security guard. She's a Coachella. Sorry, I'm reading as we go here. Then he showed me a photograph on his telephone of it was a photograph of our bed, and on my side of the bed was human fecal matter. <laughs> the actor said his initial response was, "I laughed. It was so outside. It was so bizarre and so grotesque that only." I I could do was laugh. Uh, according to Depp, Heard tried to blame the feces on the dogs. They're teacup Yorkies. They weigh about four pounds each. The photograph that I saw, I've lived with those dogs for many years. It was definitely not the dogs. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> so he says in court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. a rough thing to be attached to for the rest of your the, life. Because That will follow her for the rest of her life. The whole thing is so ridiculous. <laughs> it really is. The, the fact this thing was so blown up in the, the press. The whole thing, the whole way that the whole system works, the whole thing. But, uh, but to surmise, Jack Sparrow costumes are selling well. Just yeah. so you guys know. Uh, of all things, too. Like, think about that. Like, what was the classic one when you were a kid? It was a ghost or a pirate. Yeah. And pirates. Like, and pirates. this one, I, I think every, you know, you said that, and instantly I started thinking, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I see Jack Sparrow, at, you know, every year at Halloween since that movie's come out that people have dressed like that, like that's one of the most popular ones, right? Well, before before that, it just didn't have a name. You yeah, know, yeah, just but a I mean, pirate, like, just a pirate, pirate. history. All right, today is October 19th. Back in the day, 54 years ago, 1968, Jimmy Page's New Yardbirds renamed themselves the Led Zeppelin. And they named themselves the Led Zeppelin after the Who's Keith Moon said they would go over like the proverbial lead balloon. Showed him. 
Wow, they got him. Uh, 35 years in 1987, the stock market had the quote-unquote Black Monday stock crash. 37 years ago, 1985, Take On Me uh, by AHA hit number one on the pop singles chart. 28 years ago, 1994, Kevin Smith's Clerks hit theaters. 23 years ago, 1999, Cher released Believe as a single. It became uh, Billboard Song of the Year in 1999, wins a Grammy for Best Dance Recording in 2000. And 12 years ago in 2010, Mr. Cunningham on Happy Days, Tom Bosley dies at the age of 83. And that's what happened back in the day. And now, Crap on Celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And it's all brought to you by Bright House Plumbing Company. Call the best, flush the rest, 636-600-0188. So before she became one of the most irrationally hated human beings on the history of this planet, Meghan Markle was a briefcase girl on the game show Deal or No Deal. She was only on there for one year, okay? That's it. Just a year. And her job was to hold a briefcase and be an attractive female. I know that sounds, you know, very sexist, but that why, was but that's what, what you're her job. Why, that, why is that sexist? Dude, this story if, is if everywhere. There is a, and if there's an open casting call for models to work at this game show, to hold a briefcase, and then when you're called, when your number's called, you open it, that's your job. Mm-hmm. How is that sexist? Because it's talking about uh, this, a lot of it is saying that she was a very attractive or very sexy or very hot briefcase. But girl. that's what that's what they wanted for the show. That's what they're hired for. You're right. And who's gonna be upset if they get hired for that? Be like, wait, I got hired for the sexy pretty girl. They think I'm the one. Well, no one's on, upset with that. On a podcast that she was in, she said she quit because she felt like she and the other women were portrayed as bimbos. She said I was so much more than what was being objectified on the stage. I didn't feel I didn't like feeling forced to be all looks and little substance. If you've watched Deal or No Deal, the 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 briefcase girls maybe, maybe are addressed twice a show. And it's usually, okay, Cassie's over there. Cassie, how you feeling? High number or low number? Well, I hope it's a low number. All right, let's see. And that's it. What was this for? Deal or no deal. No, 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 no. What, 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 why is she, why is... Her podcast. Oh, seems a... Seems strange timing to, to bring something up, but... Meh, what am I? <laughs> I mean, so she, she went right? to a casting call. I mean, she, you're in the royal family. Why do you? No, she's podcast? not in the royal family. Okay, but, she's still married to Prince Harry, like, who th- who is not in the royal family either, though. Yeah, I understand that, and, and I don't know, man. This no, seems, he's in the royal family. He just doesn't have any official royal duties. Yeah, and he has like fewer, right, right. fewer titles fewer or something du- like that. Yeah, and but, but, but I mean, still, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's so strange that you would have a podcast. You want to be in entertainment in any way. The whole thing is complaining. This is nonsense. This yeah. is uh, get the f- out of here. Yep. But if, if you just she, look at her. Bio then that was 2006. She started booking a lot of TV shows and stuff. So I wonder if more than anything it had to do with like I'm not doing this because I actually am working a lot more now on TV than I've ever worked. Well, and here she has a podcast. That's so why she left. Even though I don't think it makes sense to have a podcast, she has a podcast and she's filling space and she's just talking about her experiences. So you know, let her talk I guess about so. her. She did say that she was grateful for the job and was surrounded by smart women, but she said she didn't like how it made her feel while she yeah. was on the show. And that's totally that's reasonable. Why is anybody crashing her for that? Well, it's a silly thing to say what she said as well, far as that job goes. Well, she's just saying, I took this job and this is how it made me feel. Okay. If I if I decide to become, an, if I decide to go and be in a play yeah. and I try out for the role tree mm-hmm. to where I am going to be dressed as and stand there as a tree. 
And then after my performance in Tree, I go, I was underutilized. I just feel like I could have talked and done more. Bro, you got hired to be a tree. But is that what she said? Did she say, oh, I, I, I thought that I was going to talk more into that? No, she just said, this is what I, this is what the gig was, and this is how it made me feel, and I wasn't I was so that. much more than what was being objectified on the stage. Yeah, so is everybody for every job. Now, she didn't talk about the cool movie A Lot Like Love, and she plays the uh, her title in that is Hot Girl. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, I don't think she's... Uh, Zendaya plays a tennis pro in the upcoming movie Challengers, and she took her prep pretty seriously, so much so that she considers herself to be good at tennis now, and so does the director of the movie. He said, she's wonderful. I mean, we edited the movie, and we almost actually didn't use most of her double. She got very, very good. It is uh, Challengers is described as a sexy comedy, by the way, in which a love triangle develops when Zendaya's character coaches her player husband for a big match against her his childhood best friend who is also her ex so hilarity ensues but <laughs> the story from here is she like legit got good at tennis just from practicing because of the movie yeah i find that i find that fascinating wow. it's always cool to hear about that when they get like some intense training and they become like pretty good at martial I th- arts or- i think it was napoleon dynamite john heater or whatever said that he got pretty damn good at, at skating when he was shooting that Blades of Glory movie. Oh, he was like, yeah, I got comfortable right. on the ice. Like, I figured I never knew how to skate. Now I can actually skate. Yeah. So I thought that was rad. That's wild. Uh, ice Cube. Do you know, besides acting, besides music, he also is the owner of that Big Three Basketball League, where it's like yes, a bunch oh, of yeah. old school or like, like Pastor Prime. Three on three street ball types. Half, half court. Red. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Well... Former NBA player and Big Three coach Steven Jackson tweeted a video encouraging fans to support the league because he claims that the NBA and ESPN are doing everything in their powers to destroy the league. Now, Cube didn't say any examples of this, okay? But it's not the first time he's accused of the the NBA of not being Big Three friendly. And at the same time, I see both sides here. Like, the NBA doesn't want their former players going to play in this alternate league. They want them representing the NBA, even after your playing days and such. This is not associated with the NBA, so it's basically like you turning your back. I hear a name like Allen Iverson, and I I think he was one of the big players on this big three. I still think of the NBA. Yeah, you always think of that Because that's how he got famous. Right. He says, the NBA hasn't been the nicest to us. Of course, publicly, they say all the right words, but we know privately there's things done behind the scenes with sponsors, broadcasters. It did tarnish my fandom of the league a bit. Um, So, who knows? Hulu has uh, unveiled the full trailer for its upcoming miniseries, Welcome to Chippendales. And I don't know if you watch this, but it's up on the blog, and I highly recommend you go check this out, because this is the tale of one man's pursuit of the American dream gone horribly wrong. And the mogul behind the male strip club who rose to fame with his uh, adult business venture only to tank it all with shady practices. And I had no idea about any of this. Is this a documentary? It is like a docu-series. So it's a mini-series. It's basically... I'm thinking is Pam a, and Tommy. Is it a dra- so it's a dramatization? Yeah, it's an upcoming miniseries is what they're calling it. So the trailer gives a look at how he went from merely a man with a failing dance club to a dream to recognizable and ruthless businessman who would stop at nothing to see this thing succeed. So you got to check out the trailer. It's up on the blog. I don't really know much about that company. All I know Either is- Neither do I. It has a bunch of hunks. Yeah, the hunks with the bow ties. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much all I knew too. But this trailler is really interesting. When it I think like of Chippendales, cool I think of Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze. Yep, yeah. every time, every <laughs> it's time. So good. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Creed will continue. Creed three. The trailer has now been released, and it is considered the ninth movie in the Rocky franchise. 
And it is Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan's uh, directorial debut and the first film in the entire nine Rocky movies that will not feature Sylvester Stallone in any way, shape, or form. Oh, wow. I love that guy. And, and the reason that... Stallone? Jordan. And the reason that Stallone is not in it is he said, I didn't feel like I fit in this version of Creed. Creed is now on his own. I'm excited to see where this movie goes. Keep on. Still got to see the second one. That's awesome. The second one is fantastic. Yeah, just seeing a picture of Michael B. Jordan in this, I'm like, dude, is that me? We look the same, <laughs> mm. muscles and everything. Yeah. The third one, the trailer, I'm down, man. It looks great. I didn't see it. I it he's looks such a good actor, the second man. one. Uh, here is a very sad stat for you: 14 percent of people that actually believe what they see on reality TV is a hundred percent. Reality, like a lot, fourteen percent of people think that it's somebody that just shows up with a camera and goes, "We're following you on a date. Let's go." So they think when they turn on the the Kardashians, none of that is set up or, or staged up. or anything. They all think that is real, and that's how they act. Morons. So here is the results on how genuine people think reality TV shows are. Six uh, percent of people say always. Eight percent say often. 23% say sometimes, 27% say rarely, 14% say never, and uh, 15% say I do not watch these. <laughs> so, sounds like the same stats funny. for wrestling fans. 6% say always, it's always, they think it's always real. Always. Wow, dude. Yeah. And you can sell them anything. Right? The same, the same stats as wrestling fans. You are not making friends. You have today. not made you have not made some friends this week. I will tell you that to be honest with you. Uh, so you remember how the world spun like absolutely craziness? I mean, like almost anarchy when the announcement came that Apple Plus bought the Charlie Brown movies. That was last year. Last year they bought the, but they they brokered a deal last year to where all of those aired on PBS as well. Like the Great Pumpkin, Great Pumpkin, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown Christmas. That's over. This year. You will only be able to find them on Apple Plus and for a very limited time. So it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, the 28th through the 31st of this month, then gone. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, November 23rd and 27th, gone. So they will not air on network TV? And then Charlie Brown Christmas, December 22nd to the 25th. None of those will air on network TV. Wow. But I gave you that very small window. You, as somebody that's not subscribed, can download Apple Plus and watch those those dates. So if you tune in right now, Riz, and you go, you can watch Charlie Brown Pumpkin oh. because you own Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. So you're good. If you don't own that, you can log in on those very select days that I told you I'm watching. You get it for free. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Well, okay, that's a, that's it's a, a good hook to get you to sign yeah, up for Apple, that's smart. Apple TV Plus. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know the country singer Kane Brown? I do. He's the guy with the short hair. He's got a very uh, even hairline. Yep. Young guy. Pretty, pretty, uh, is going to make me sound old. Pretty hip. Pretty Kane, with it. Kane Brown. Wasn't he here? Recently, I, yeah. I think he was here last year. Uh, no, I, I think mean, he was I here. I mean, in the studio. Uh, I don't he? think so. Yeah, he's pretty big. I don't know. That would be yeah. a real big get. That would be a shut down the halls big get. Oh. You know, he, he was, you're that. probably thinking four years ago he was here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> probably. Yeah. You, you know what he looks like? He's got that real straight hairline. Like Caesar cut? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's a huge rock fan, and he wants to do collaborations. He was interviewed, and he said, when I when I say rock, I mean Slipknot. I like Green Day, too, but I'm a workout fiend, so I want to collaborate with Slipknot or Korn. That's never going to happen. It may. I don't know. But right now, it's probably not going to happen. But he says, don't worry. I'm never going to put out a rock album because country is my go-to. So there's that. <laughs> uh, finally here, there is, I mean, no way that everyone will agree with this list. 
But Variety put out a list of the best emo songs of all time. It's not really clear if they are for sure ranked in this order because if they are, this list can be tossed into the biggest trash can in the world. Definition of emo. Yeah. Number that- fifteen on this list again. Don't know if it's in in any type of popularity order or not, but number fifteen is Face Down by the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Oof. So like Dashboard Confessional. That's the, when that's I think be emo. I think Dashboard yeah. Confessional. Yeah. And honestly, his his band before that is much better. For the seems forever, the moon is down. But number five on this list put out by Variety is this song. Okay. So that's number five. So Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy. Sugar, we're going down. Number six. Okay. So Face I'm Down by say. Red Jumpsuit is 15. Paramore's Decode is 14. For, for the Seems Forever is not on the list? Nope. The uh, Middle from Jimmy World? Uh, for me, This is Heaven by Jimmy World uh, is number 10. Motion City Soundtrack. Everything is All Right is number 11. That's a great one. Um, um, something from My Chemical Romance. Hel- uh, Helena? Yeah, or Helena. Yeah. Okay, is uh, number twelve. What about like uh, Appleseed Cast or any of those? Uh, uh, take, take it back Sundays. Tell all your friends. Nope, not on the not in the top fifteen. Wheelhouse. I, I really know. Yeah, Thursday's full many. collapse record is basically yes, the highlight the, reel of this whole thing. Yeah, number thirteen. I ride sins not, tra- not tragedies by Panic at the Disco. Wrong. Number nine. <laughs> Ohio is for lovers. Hawthorne Heights. Possible. Number eight. Jesus of Suburbia by Green Day. What? Number seven. The Anthem by Good Charlotte. Okay. Number six, Sugar, We're Not Going really. Down by Fallout Boy. Number five, Screaming Infidelities, Dashboard Confessional. Number four. All right. Good eyes, sniper. Cambria. Go eat in Cambria, Favorite House Atlantic. Okay. Number three, a song I've never heard before. What's the band? I don't know This is one. brand new. Brand new. Gloria, glory fade. Cool album cover that with the Moon Man. Number two uh, is a song we play very uh, quite often on this radio station. Okay, I can see that. I miss you by Blink One Eighty Two. That was that kind of their emo album. And number one is a song. I've never heard a band I've never heard, which is why people are questioning if this is in any type of order, because a lot of people go, hey, man, I know that song, but what are you talking about? It's a song by a band called American Football, and the song is called Never Meant. Again, not in the top 15, but again, like I said, this is a list you are for sure going to disagree with. See the full list and the further breakdown on the blog, 1057thepoint.com. I'm really surprised this didn't make it. This made the list for party songs. This is wheelhouse, man. I'll tell you what. I think I got your number, That's that's emo to me. It kind of sounds like that Thursday record. And, uh, and by the way, people, I, we already got one email. Patrico is stupid. This list sucks. Well, I don't work for Variety. So. <laughs> well, you came up with it. You came up with the list. Celebrity celebrating a birthday today. He directed Ghostbusters Afterlife, and his dad is the great director, Ivan Reitman. Jason Reitman is 45. Former Fuji Praz, is it mm-hmm. Praz? 50, our greatest guest of all time. 
Chris Kattan. That's right. Chris Kattan. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. South Park co-creator Trey Parker is 53. Actor and director. He directed the first two Iron Man films, plus Elf, Cowboys and Aliens, and The Jungle Book, and The Lion, uh, Lion King remakes. John Favreau is 56. Jeez. Evander Holyfield is 60. And this guy is great in everything he's in. John Lithgow. Is 77 years old. He really is. He's yep. pretty awesome. Except for he's the bad guy in Cliffhanger, and it may not be his best role. But he's still he's still good in it. Yeah. Uh, dad? I don't know. What's the dad movie where he's uh you know the sequel with Jim or Will Ferrell and um the dad movie. Uh-huh. I yep. mean his dad's uh, uh, coming home or what is it? His uh, star role. It was is a recent his, one. Was his, it Mel Gibson? Was the other dad? Daddy Dude. Dearest? His star role is Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons. If we're getting serious. But he and, and Third Rock from the Sun, he was amazing too. Yeah, hey, it was a good show. Daddy's home. Daddy's yeah, home. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's he's uh, he's in Dexter as well. Never saw it. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Brandy Aniston. And today's birthday girl's been in 418 fine films, including All New Hot Showers two and three, Ask for Days nine, Big Boobs. Uh, I'm sorry, Big Boob Babes Hard at Work. Got it. The Booty Hunter. Can I Call You Mommy Too? She was in Derriere, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Kittens and Cougars 9. And who forget uh, who could forget her role in 2015's Touch My Tushy 5? Brandy Aniston is 38 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those were your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. You, you know what I love, Riz, is I've been starting to notice that a lot of uh, adult movies that you talk about, they just get right to the point. Like touch my tushy. Yeah, like you know, like Die Hard by John, you know, with uh, Bruce Willis. They don't go like one man. This movie is called One Man Takes on a Bunch of Dudes and Somehow Survives. It's called Die Hard. These <laughs> movies, it's called Touch My Tushy Seven. I don't think there's any action scenes. I think she's literally oh, looking action. to get her, her tushy touched. It's all action. DJ Dadbod giving us crap says all the emo kids have said about the emo song list seems about right. Well, it's not a phase. <laughs> it's not a phase, Dadbod. It was my life. <laughs> yeah, it's a, good. It's a lifestyle. All right, uh, up after I the break. I know what I'm talking about. Up after the break, we're going to play matchup with Moon. So we need Team Riz. We need Team Moon. Tony Patrico will ask us both five questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates on the phone will win. Simple as that. Matchup the Moon is next. Hey, it's Moon here, and more good news for you from our friends over at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally owned and family owned since 1976. Now through October 31st, at all 42 Dobbs store locations, when you buy three select Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth Cooper tire absolutely free. That's right, absolutely free. When you buy three select in stock Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth tire free. Better yet, you can enjoy even bigger savings on your new set of Cooper tires, up to $70 more when you combine your buy three, get the fourth free deal with one of two other October Cooper tire rebates. Be sure to click on go to Dobbs.com for all the details. Then drive in and let Dobbs professional team of tire technicians expertly install your new Cooper tires. And when you're on the Dobbs website, go to Dobbs.com. Be sure to check out all of Dobbs fantastic October deals on expert auto service. With money being so tight for all of us, if you need new tires and you need them now, don't miss out on the Cooper tires buy three, get the fourth free saving special. Where? From the good people and good business neighbors over at Dobbs. Make plans to go to Dobbs.com or one of Dobbs' 42 convenience store locations today. If you are suffering from facial pain, drainage, pressure, you're tired all the time, 
It's time to take control. It's time to figure out what's going on with you. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center. With their balloon sinus dilation procedure, it's easier than going to the dentist and it's proven to be as effective as traditional sinus surgery. Not to mention that traditional surgery, it's very painful. Take control. 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF or stlsinuscenter.com. Don't be complacent. Make the call. Make a change because there's an option for you. Feel better and have a better quality of life. Hey, this is David Tell and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Nah. Hey, don't forget to get your Halloweirdo sticker in any Together Credit Union location. So get this year's limited edition Halloweirdo sticker for just a dollar. This whole month, any area, Together Credit Union. Super awesome Halloween-themed weirdo sticker with all the proceeds benefiting Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer. By one, by ten, it doesn't matter. Yep. We're also going to have some available down at Grant's Farm this Friday at 6 o'clock. I'm down there with uh, Together Credit Union. We'll have the stickers. We'll oh, have awesome. the uh, the billboard design. All that money goes to uh, Kids Rock Cancer. And Yeah, man, it'll be uh, it's going to be a great event. I hope to see you on Friday. Hey, listen, even buying one sticker is appreciated, but come on, don't be a cheapskate. Take a five around. Come on, get five stickers. All the details at 1057thepoint.com. And now it's time for That's What We Do. Ah, and it's sponsored by... Sponsored by T.R. Hughes. Want $25,000 off a move-in ready home? Visit trhughes.com. So match up with Bone Time. So uh, Tony's going to ask us five questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates on the phone will win a fabulous prize. I believe Moon swept at the last time we played, so you got two two in the bank, so I, I think still, I'm up I'm still four. down by four, yeah. I'm up four. So as the champion, current champion, I have chosen to receive the questions first, the first round. I will receive the questions first. Moon will be put into audio isolation as I answer first round questions. Let's go to the phones and Tyler in St. Louis. Tyler, is it going to be Team Riz or Team Moon? What's up, dudes? Hey, man. Hey, man. be Team Moon. All right, Tyler is Team Moon. And I only hope the worst for you. I appreciate in that. In this you. competition. I appreciate that. I, in, I, li- in life, I hope the best. I hope I deliver for you. Okay, hang on, Tyler. Tyler made a mistake and said Team Moon. And uh, Trevor, hello, Trevor. Hey, good morning. You are Team Riz. Oh, let's do it. The winning team. Hang on. Hey, Trevor, when you win, what do you want? Uh, Muse. Muse. I would already good start choice. making plans to go. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> That is so good. You're gonna, be, you're gonna need some Muse Sinex to oh clean to up, what clean up clean up, clean up after your sniffles. Clean up the mucus. <laughs> uh, let's get Moon in isolation. Uh, Tony is the keeper of the music as well as the question reader. Mm-hmm. What do we have today? What am I getting, buddy? Uh, we're gonna start Moon off with a uh, the band is I Prevail and the song is called F W Y T Y K. It stands for something filthy. It Boy, aren't you in for a treat? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to pick the music from here? No. It's oh, okay. Job. I'm just asking because you always have opinions on it. So am I not allowed to have an opinion? If I would say what you just said to me, if I would say that to you, you would put me through this window. I know. I would say, you're right. He is in for a treat. No, you would. Yes, not. I would. <laughs> All right, he's in. Yes, he's being treated right now. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, who is the ancient Greek god of the sun? Sunny. Uh, being a jerk, you should focus on questions no, and ra, answers. Ra, Ra. 
Ra. True or false? There are just oh, over. You said Egyptian, right? I said, who was the ancient Greek god Greek of the god. sun? Ah, uh, uh, Sunny. Damn it. True or false? There are just over 10,000 minutes in a full week. Queen guitarist Brian May is also an expert in what scientific field? Levy is an astrophysicist. Also called a cupboard or bamboo, a group of these are called an embarrassment. <laughs> so a, a cupboard or bamboo? It's a, it, so there's three terms that you could use to call a group of these, either a cupboard, a bamboo, or an embarrassment. <laughs> King Scott. <laughs> there were three Austin Powers movies. The female leads of those movies were Elizabeth Hurley, Heather Graham, and... Beyonce. The tiebreaker question is, what year did Austin Powers' gold member come out in theaters? Gold member. That was... Uh, 07. Thank you, Riz. Hey, man. How'd, how'd you do? Not great. My apologies to Trevor. I would <laughs> cancel the Uber. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> cancel the Uber to Muse because, oh, no. oh, boy. Oh, no. Hey, man, maybe I blow it, too. Let's hope. We could both share Musinex. Uh, what will I be? Uh, this is a, this my, is a new headphones. song that just released. Uh, it's by Gene Dawson. It's called Three Heads. And it's a it's a it's a good tune. I think you're gonna enjoy it. A this. rocker? It's not a rocker, but it Martin is a Burner. rock song. All right, hit it. <laughs> uh Moon. Uh Tony Patrico. Who was the ancient Greek god of the sun? Apollo. True or false? There are just over ten thousand minutes in a full week. Hmm. Just over ten thousand minutes, you say. Hmm. Well, let's see. Well, you say 10,000, you say? Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Uh, hmm. Just over 10,000. I'll say... Yeah, okay. Queen guitarist Brian May is also an expert in what scientific field? Um, I'll say... Uh, is it astrophysics? I'm just going to say physics. Also called a cupboard or bamboo, a group of these are called an embarrassment. I'll say that again. Also called a cupboard or bamboo, a group of these are called an embarrassment. <laughs> Patricos! <laughs> it's just a joke. Uh, I'll, I'll say pandas. I have no idea. <laughs> There were three Austin Powers movies. The female leads of those movies were Elizabeth Hurley, Heather Graham, and who? Okay, say it again. There were three Austin Powers movies. Austin Powers movies. The female leads of those movies were Elizabeth Hurley, Heather Graham, and who? Man, I know Beyonce was in one of them, but I, I didn't think she was the lead, but I will say Beyonce. I have only seen the first one. What year did Austin Powers' gold member come out in theaters? Uh, which one was that? The number two or number three or number four? Or? It was called Austin Powers Gold Member. Oh, poop. I'm going to go ahead and say 2000. And I want to say one, but I, I feel like it's creeping past that. I'm going to say 2002. 
Thank you, Moon. Man. Oh, boy. All right. I don't know, dude. <laughs> For a hot minute, that machine started to make some real crazy noises. Oh, this? At the very end, yeah. Oh, no. It, 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 was, it was the just people real on the crackle. Roof. It was just a real crackle. Just blaming on the people on the roof. Oh. I almost gave it a whole, hey I thought hey, we are getting a new one of these. Engineering. I, I don't have a clue how I did. I feel like I got really close on all five or six. <laughs> Engineering department, what's up with my new machine? Perhaps it's the cables. I thought we changed out the cables. Uh, Riz, have you uh, powered it off and uh, powered it back on? <laughs> See, it sounds okay there. Okay, now. Okay, let's get the answers. I'm Come playing on, for baby. Trevor, Come and you're on, playing for Tyler. Come on, Tyler. Let's Who go, buddy. Who was the ancient Greek god of the sun? Riz, you originally said Sunny, then you said Ra, then you went back to Sunny. Moon, you said Apollo. Moon is correct. Ah, damn it. Oh, there it is. There is that sound again. It's the damn roofers. True or false? I was going to say Apollo, too. Damn it. Sunny. Man, but, <laughs> but you didn't. Ra is Egypt, the Egyptian god of the sun. Uh, true or false? There are just over 10,000 minutes in a full week. You both said true. The correct amount of time is 10,080 minutes. You guys are both correct. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Queen guitarist Brian May is also an expert in what scientific field? Uh, <laughs> Riz, you said astrophysics. Moon, you said physics. I think Riz is right, Moon is wrong, but you guys discuss. So what I said was, well, it's astrophysics, but... Man, I'll go physics. Ah, oh, boy, come on, man! Don't you come on, I mean, me, man! Be, you, you just tell me what you think about this. Well, he's what does the it judge. Say he got what? It, what did? Uh, what's it? The degree that it says he got it in there, Tony? He is an expert as an astrophysicist. Okay, so then I'm right. Do you not agree? I'm not really sure, but it's not my place to judge. Here is my place to play. Now you're judged a place to well, judge I'm, either. I'm, Tony, make the call. I believe that you have to have astrophysicists. Okay, there it is. Uh, Riz, what, Riz gets what, the question right. What was right. the question again? Queen guitarist Brian May is also an expert in what scientific field? Hmm. Okay. Astrophysics. He is an astrophysicist. And you don't you don't think physics would also fall under you don't think what he's doing is also falling under the umbrella of physics i'm not what do you what do you I'm, I'm 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 just i'm trying to create a scenario where it's not this what are you an expert in lebron james athlete no you're a Sport, basketball player sports. you're an nba player because if i put him on skates he probably ain't the best he's an nba player okay all right, let's, let's, maybe it's not going to make a difference. Yeah, maybe. maybe maybe it doesn't matter. Also, maybe it doesn't matter. Also called a cupboard or bamboo, a group of these are called an embarrassment. Riz said King Scots. <laughs> Moon said Patricos. <laughs> but then changed it to pandas and is right. He pulled it out. And he goes, I have no idea. I'm going to guess pandas. And he's right. Pandas, huh? I don't know, man. He said a group of things and he said bamboo. bamboo and the first thing I thought it was pandas. Yeah. Pandas. That huh? was just a stab. Okay, well, you're up one. Uh, if I if if I get this right, then I t and you get it wrong. There were three Austin Powers movies. The female leads of those movies were Elizabeth Hurley, Heather Graham, and who? You both said Beyonce. Well, you both are you right. You win, Moon. All right. Sorry, Trevor. Yeah, Tyler. Congratulations, Tyler. What's up, buddy? As far as the tiebreaker question is concerned, this question doesn't even matter. Damn it! What year did Austin Powers is in Gold Member come out? Riz, you said 07. Moon, you said 02. The correct answer is 02. Oh, oh, 02. Damn! Look at you, man! You Damn, kicked my I'll ass. Tell you what? You kicked my ass. I never this round. saw that one. 
Is that is that the third or the second? It's the third. Second? And there's only three? Yeah. I only saw the first one. Yeah, it's not bad. What's the second one called? Uh, Spy, Spy Who Shagged, Shagged Me. Is that the one with uh, Heather Graham. Twins, Basil? Because I've seen that scene. I've just never seen that. I don't think I've seen the actual movie. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, they're not bad. All kind of runs together. But I think how, Mike Myers said he wants to do another one. How is it that Mike Myers was on top of the world with all these comedies, Adam Sandler style, but none of them like seem to have longevity? Like nobody talks about Austin Powers. Now I don't see that. Wayne's World, we do. Yeah, good call. Good call. Uh, Shrek. Okay, but has, that but that's not a Mike Myers. That's like a uh, Wayne's World. Uh, Austin Powers, I think, has a spot in in cultural history. I think it does too. But it's just strange that like my kids have my my kids know what Dumb and Dumber is. They know what Adam Sandler movies. They know mm. Happy Gilmore. They don't know Austin Powers. I bet you if I said that, they would have no idea what that means. What's some of the other Mike Myers movies? Uh, so I love Guru. No, no, nobody cares about that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking of, of cultural significance. It's strange. Is it, is it like a studio thing? I don't know what it is, but like my, Bohemian my, Rhapsody? Kids, my kids would have mm. no idea who Mike Myers is except for Shrek. But they totally know Happy Man. Gilmore. Obviously, Happy Gilmore is a bit more. Uh, I mean, I mean, Adam Sandler. He's a bit more prolific. But All right, let's go uh, to Chuck. Chuck, uh, Team Riz, Team Moon. Redemption, Riz. Let's go. All right, buddy. You and I. Uh, Lauren, your Team Moon, okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, hang on. All right. Okay, I'm going into isolation. Anybody see the Love Guru? Was that with Justin Timberlake? Was he in that? Mm. Yes, and Jessica, not Jessica B. Or was Jessica B on that too? Maybe. The it love wasn't guru. that good. The Love Guru was not great, but it's the Love Guru has very Austin Powers type yeah, I feel like moments. Everything he did after that was like an very Powers little, type very silly things. But like the plot of this movie, you're like, oh my god! Like I just remember the funniest thing to me the, from the Love Guru is he bows and greets everybody by saying Mariska Hargitay. Yes, that's, that's right. Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> and then like he's meeting a bunch of celebrities and he goes Mariska Hargitay, Elton John, Mariska Hargitay, Charlize Theron. And then he sees Mariska Hargitay and he goes Mariska Hargitay. And I don't know why, but like that scene just That's made so me laugh. Funny. And he and he drove around on a little remote control pillow. That new show, I tried to give it a, a give it a go just to see what it was. And it's it's like a TV show. It's a modern TV show with that Austin Powers sort of tint. And he plays like fifty characters. Yeah, and it, it, some of it misses the mark, but it's not bad. Huh? Yeah, that kind of came and went. Yeah, if you know what you're getting into, what what was it called? Uh, oh, I forget. It was uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. I mean, he was doing the rounds as far as uh, yeah, promotion was. for it. And it disappeared. It disappeared. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It got great. crushed as far as like Rotten Tomatoes goes. You know what's getting crushed for Rotten Tomatoes is Black Adam. Oh, yeah. It's, get, it's getting crushed? It's getting bad reviews. Really? Oof. I saw the first something. reviews I saw were not good. I saw something this morning that uh, that that movie had to go through the the fifty five percent yikes the rating system four times because they wanted a PG thirteen rating, but they kept killing so many people in the movie that it kept getting an R, and it had to be pushed through four times to where they finally went, okay, fine, PG thirteen. Black oh, really? Adam, fifty five percent. It is PG thirteen. See, I thought it was like being uh, no. pushed as like kind like of a, a more a Deadpoolish thing. No. Well, not a Deadpoolish thing, but. I mean, it is. It's got violence, but like I said, it's. I right. thought I thought it was going to be kind of closer to uh, what? What was the? Um, what was the one where Will Smith is? Uh, Hancock. Yeah, is the drunk. Oh no! This is serious. love that movie. This is a serious, uh, you know, Black Adam anti-hero comic book thing. Wow. Okay. Uh, into isolation for me. What am I getting? Uh, you're getting the band is called Nothing More, but the song is called Tired of Winning. 
Okay, so yeah, I think he is tired of winning. That first thing you because he hasn't been doing it in a while. Uh, John Daw- or Gene Dawson. Three I heard heads. A little three, like I heard a little three eleven in there. It's, it's kind of three eleven. Uh, there, it's kind of there's got some rap rock to yeah. it too. Is it so like, is it like two eleven? No, no, not at all. Like two ninety nine. Answers to questions. <laughs> Hey, Moon. Answers, answers the questions. According, hey, Tony. According to worldpopulationreview.com, what country drinks the most coffee in the globe? Uh, what coffee drinks? <laughs> what what, uh, what, what country, country drinks, drinks the, most, the coffee? most coffee? I will assume the United States. Name the five Great Lakes. Nope. Superior. Erie. Uh... Tahoe, <laughs> Ozark, uh, let's see, uh, so Erie, Lake Superior, Lake Michigan, Lake Ontario. You've named so many, I don't know what are your real answers Okay, my, my real answers are Erie, Michigan, Superior, I think Ontario's legit, I'll say Ontario, and, uh, dang it, man. Dang it, man. Can I just go four out of five and like get a half a point or something? No. Erie. Uh, uh, yeah. I think that's it for me, man. Okay. And uh, what city is the NFL Hall of Fame located? I don't know. And I don't care. Um, the NFL Hall of Fame. <laughs> man. It's going to be something ridiculous. I'll say Boston, but I might go back to that. What legendary comedic actor turned down the role of Mrs. Doubtfire because he said he would, quote, stay home all day and play with his breasts? Man. Jim Carrey. When it comes to passenger traffic, what slash where is the busiest airport in the United States? Passenger traffic. Um, you know, I'd like to say LAX, but I might go LaGuardia. Um, say, say it again. I just want to make sure I got. When the it details. comes to passenger traffic, what slash where is the busiest airport in the United States? Shoot, man, I, I'm hoping it's not like Denver or Dallas or something like that. And I think LaGuardia technically is just. Too small to hang, which is why they have so many airports up there. So I will, man, LaGuardia, though, with all of Europe and everything. I'm going to go LAX, but I don't feel good about it. This is a terrible round. As of 2021, how many total people are in the NFL Hall of Fame? As of what year? 2021. Um, how many people are in the NFL Hall of Fame? I'm going to say probably not as many as I would think. I'll say 400. An 80. <laughs> Thank you, Moon. <laughs> okay. How'd you do? <laughs> Horribly bad. Horribly oh, bad. Oh, boy. I'm not sure I answered a single question in there. Probably, this I'm guy frust- probably pulled a couple answers out of his I'm out frustrated of his with myself, Pandas. Riz. What? That one was ridiculous. Because this guy's going to pull answers out of his ass, pandas. <laughs> my ass pandas? Hey, your ass pandas. <laughs> you, can, you leave my ass pandas right. out of this. Give him music. All right, Riz. Yeah? Uh-huh. 
According to worldpopulationreview.com, what country drinks the most coffee? What country drinks the most coffee? America. USA, baby. Name the five Great Lakes. Huron, Michigan, Erie, Superior. So five Great Lakes. Okay, let me, let me do that again, okay? Okay. <laughs> Lake Michigan, Lake Erie, Lake Huron, Superior. Ah. Lake Titicaca. Yep. In what city is the NFL <laughs> Hall of Fame located? Canton, Ohio. Damn it. What, if it comes to me, I'm going to go back to it. What legendary comedic comedic actor turned down the role of Mrs. Doubtfire because he said he would, quote, stay home and uh, stay home all day and play with my breasts? <laughs> what le- what legendary comedic, comedic actor turned down the role of Mrs. Doubtfire because he said he would, quote, stay home all day and play with their breasts? I never heard of this before. Uh, I'm just throw out Rodney Dangerfield. When it comes to passenger traffic, what slash where is the busiest airport in the United States? Uh, where is it? What slash where is it? Uh, is it in D.C. Washington D.C. I'm gonna say D.C. Okay. Tiebreaker question. As of 2021, how many people are in the NFL Hall of Fame? Uh, 400. Thank you, Riz. Man. Oh, man, you took a while too, huh? I'll tell you what, the uh, that 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 Great Lakes question. I just oh, I just thought of it. I, I think I'm wrong on one of them, but I just thought of the one that I was missing. You guys are crazy with that question. Why? Because there's a thing. There's a thing that like yeah, was beat into my brain in school. I don't need that. It, is the one that I missed start with an H? We're not. We're not. We're gonna get there when we get oh, there. Question man. number two, Poop, dude. I know it is. I know. I it had is. four, and I couldn't think. I of I got fifth. four too, and I just thought of the fifth, but I think I have one wrong anyway. According to WorldPopulationReview.com, what country drinks the most coffee? You both said the U.S. or Amer- America, and you both are wrong. It's Finland, where they average four cups a day. Finland. Wow. This is per capita or just in general? According to worldpopulationreview.com. Yeah, that's not it's a trust, trustworthy website. Uh, name the five Great Lakes. Brother, brother. So here's where you guys please messed up. Please don't. Please tell me you also missed the. the I said. The, I said Huron. Dang it! That's the one that yeah. I missed. Riz said Huron, Michigan, uh, Erie, and Superior. Moon, you said. Oh. Erie, Michigan, Superior, Ontario. Ontario. Hey, uh, don't you Ontario me. Holmes. Oh, I never Holmes. learned that. Yeah. You're on Ontario, hey, Michigan, cool. Erie. What's up, Superior. Holmes? Superior. Damn it. Holmes. Poop. Lake Ontario. Lake Huron. I said Lake Titicaca. Oh, that's a good guess. <laughs> Truly. In what? In, Great Lake for sure. I said Tahoe. I was going to go Havasu. I was going all sorts of. In what city is the NFL Hall of Fame located? Moon, you said don't know, don't care, and then followed that up with Boston. Uh, Riz, you said Canton, Ohio. That is the correct answer. Okay. 
What legend? I mean, don't care. I've true. I mean, I. You I, literally I just have, made a softball motion. I don't care. That is not true. I, I don't yeah. care about the Great Lakes either. You do sports on this show, bro. I don't care about. What does that the, have to do with anything? I don't, don't care about don't, the Great Lakes. That's, yet that's I know them. Senseless. What you just said. But you you calling that a softball question is one thousand percent. I think senseless. it is to him. Go on. What legendary comedy actor turned down the role of Mrs. Doubtfire because he said he would, quote, stay home all day and play with his breasts? Oh, I think I have a Moon, you said Jim Carrey. Riz, you said Rodney Dangerfield. You're both wrong. I I never even heard of this piece of trivia. Steve Martin. Uh, Damn it. Wow. He was in my... my... Dangerfield was my second second go. He was in my head, Steve Martin. Did I win, by the way? Uh, no, there's still one more. Oh. oh, he was reaching for a button. When it comes to <laughs> when it comes to passenger traffic, what slash where is the busiest airport in the United States? Am I up one, by the way? You are currently up one right now. Moon, your guess was LAX. Riz, your guess was DC. The correct answer Time is out. you said city or airport. I said what where. So I was. I would accept either. I would I accept say, either because that ain't the airport's name, brother. That's why I said. Uh, what, that's why I said I what slash him, where. I also asked him did, okay, just okay, to say. Okay, okay. Because I think it's Reagan okay, International okay. Airport. I believe. Oh, I wish you would have said that because it would have been Dulles, right? Is Dulles in DC? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Go yeah. on. You guys are both wrong. Dang it! It's LaGuardia. It's Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport. Wow. What's the one in DC? Dulles. Yeah, Dulles. Um, there is a Reagan one. I think that's smaller, though. I think that's like the Burbank. That's Reagan. Reagan Ronald Dulles. Reagan, Washington National Airport. Right. National, that's not, that's not, not international. The, that's not the big one. That's probably where you're. Dulles is the international, yeah. I believe. D-U-L-L-E-S. Mm, you're dull. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you Dulles. So, Riz, you win. All right. Thank you. On the, on the NFL question. No, oh, wow. stop it with the rotten. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's it's bad. I'm saying, like, that's that's no skin off my back, buddy. I'm, I feel fine about that. Let me that. say congratulations to Chuck here. Uh, hey, Chucky! We did it, buddy. We did, we did it. We did it. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Would you like the uh, tiebreaker sure. question? As of 2021, how many people are in the NFL Hall of Fame? Moon, you said 480. Riz, you said 400. The correct answer is 354. Would have won anyway. Dang. <laughs> yeah, I knew that it was. <laughs> wow. Okay. I just laughed. That was actually pretty benign, well, but to be honest with you. That was, I'm that was evil my, villain laugh. I'm going to let everybody just have what you did I'm there. laughing at my, you're dullest. <laughs> A pseudo show. Traffic and weather. Yeah, take it, St. Louis. <laughs> All right. Still on Hi, this is Chris Catan. You're listening to the Rizzo. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Hi, this is Chris Catan. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. It's actually his birthday today. It truly is. Happy birthday. One of our favorite guests of all time, Chris Catan. He's a two-timer. Two-timer club, uh, Chris Catan. Let's do some news. All right. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And uh, your news being sponsored by... West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. This machine's acting all crazy. Yeah, like you press that like button I and a different one. Button. It's crazy. Yeah, my the machine guided my finger to the wrong place. Crazy. Yeah, they need a new machine. Yep. 
news sheet indeed. Uh, anybody hit their snooze alarm this morning? No. Yes. So do you do that on the regular? Yeah. yeah. One snooze or two snoozes? Uh, it's probably like four, maybe. You hit four snoozes? Probably, yeah. Every day? Yeah. Whoa. Shot. The, Whoa. Yeah. It's the only way that I, I just don't want to sleep through the uh, the time I actually have to get up. So I do the few little warnings here. Make sure. Oh, so so it's earlier. So yeah. you on purpose set your alarm earlier than you would normally have to get up. Yeah, yeah. Now does it now? He hits the snooze and everything, but I have two alarms set. I have my alarm and I have my. Oh my God! You're not showering. You're putting on pants and running mm. out the door. Like that's not snooze. That's just in case I either don't hear or I hear it and turn it off. Essentially, I guess it's a built-in yeah, backup snooze. I don't, I don't know. I don't snooze. So if you hit your snooze alarm this morning, a poll found we're most likely to do it on a Wednesday. If you were to snooze any day of the week, Wednesday is the day. And a new study says it might not be as bad for you as some people think. The general thought is you're better off setting your alarm for nine minutes later and not hitting snooze at all. That way, your sleep doesn't get interrupted. But researchers at Notre Dame found it might not make a huge difference either way. So if that's how you like to wake up, don't worry about it. Yes. And you're not alone. 57% of people in the study were habitual snoozers. Now the bad news. They basically found that using an alarm at all isn't great. Ideally, you should be going to bed earlier so your body wakes up naturally. They found that people who do use an alarm tend to be more sleep-deprived in general, which isn't shocking. Here's how they summed it up. Quote, Waking to, to one alarm or hitting the snooze button and waking up to two or three alarms doesn't make much of a difference. If you need an alarm because you're sleep deprived, that's an issue. Got it? Okay. Now. Oops. You're all right, Scott. Okay. A jury last week convicted a guy from Michigan of aggravated indecent exposure for using a Tickle Me Elmo doll to Joe with while he was inspecting oh, a residence boy, no. on behalf of a potential potential purchaser. Don't like this. I believe we talked about this story when it happened. Oh, no. The guy's name is Kevin Van Leuven. He's 60 years old. Good old 60 Kevin years Van old Van and should know better. He was found guilty of the misdemeanor following a one-day trial in Oakland County Circuit Court. The jury acquitted Kevin of malicious destruction of property, also a misdemeanor. Now, the judge scheduled Kevin's sentencing for December 2nd. The indecent exposure count carries a max penalty of two years in prison and a $2,000 fine. Now, Kevin works as a home inspector. <laughs> he was arrested last year after the owners of this house near Detroit contacted the cops to report that a nanny cam recorded Kevin pleasuring himself inside the house. So he was inspecting the house on behalf of a potential buyer. The home's owners had let Kevin, another inspector, the buyers, and a real estate agent into the property. When the inspection began, the owners and their two small boys left the house, as what as what would happen during a home inspection. Mm -hmm. So they leave. After two hours went by, the homeowner remotely accessed her home security cameras to check on what's going on. Yeah, let's see what's going on. There's a stranger in my house. I'm not there. I'd like to see what's happening. So at a court hearing last year, the homeowner testified that she saw Kevin take a Tickle Me Elmo doll 
that had been among stuffed animals stored in a small, like, teepee tent in the bedroom of a two-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. He then unzipped his pants and began showing in the kid's closet with the Tickle Me Elmo. What are we doing? What is it with the, the name Kevin and an Elmo thing? You know what I'm saying? Wasn't that the... Oh, Kevin Clash was the Elmo yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah. Strange coincidence. Hmm. So after the mom called police, an officer confronted Kevin at the house. And the cop reported that Kevin admitted to... This nah. is in the police report. No. Nah. Admitted to placing his penis in Elmo's mouth. Oh, my. In the doll's mouth. And apologized and said he was ashamed. He subsequently sought to, I guess... Quash verbal and written confessions given to police, but a judge denied his motion to suppress those statements. So basically, he he admitted to it and then went, nah, I didn't admit it. So it went to court and the whole trial convicted. The Kevin Class dude, he got in some serious trouble, right? I forget what the deal yeah, was. Yeah, what was it? Was it uh, some kind? It was sexual deviance of some kind? It was something real bad. I know that. Kevin Clash, who was the, the original he, voice of Elmo, yeah, very he, famous. He was like, He's, he was the guy. He put El- Elmo on the map. Uh, it says here that in November of 2012, 23-year-old Steve Sheldon Stevens claimed that he had been in a sexual relationship with Kevin Clash that began when he was 16 years old. Uh, allegations, investigation, substantiated. Clash did acknowledge that he had been in a relationship with the accuser, but when they were adults. Uh Stevens then later recanted his accusation, That's but two weeks later, another accuser came out and made yep. almost the exact same claim, like, and details were like, we never said that, but this guy said it, and this guy said it, we got to start looking into it, and that's when Clash resigned in November of 2012 from Sesame Street. Uh, okay. And then it says in July of 2013, all three cases against class were dismissed because the claims were made more than six years after each man reasonably should have become aware of Clash's, Clash's alleged violations during the three years after they each turned 18. Mm. So it was, they ran out of time. They didn't do this soon enough. Well. All right. Uh, you told me if this was an overreaction. Uh, here's a tip for you. Be wary of wearing out your welcome at somebody's house. We kind of talked about this yesterday. What are some no-nos as a house guest? Oh, yeah. Otherwise, they might try to smoke you out, literally. A guy in Syracuse, New York, was apparently fed up with uh, with the people in his apartment last Friday, and he wanted them to leave. Again, okay. tell me if there's an overreaction. I already said, a blanket statement it is, man. So he went into the bathroom and lit the shower curtain on fire. Yep, you can't do that. That's not, you're no longer invited. No, this is the homeowner. This is the guy whose apartment it was. Oh, it wasn't a guest. It was his apartment. He wanted. He, so he wanted he the wanted guest everybody to leave, out. So he lit his own house on fire. He lit oh, the shower curtain geez, on fire. Jeez, man. I don't know if a fire alarm went off or if somebody called down one nine one one, but police showed up, saw the shower curtain burning on the floor. They stomped it out. They also noted that the floor and the door frame were burned. Thirty-nine-year-old Daniel Hart arrested and charged with second-degree arson, which is a felony. Thankfully, it sounds like the fire didn't get out of control. Nobody was hurt, but uh, the cops noted that he just didn't endanger the lives of the people in the apartment, but the building has 12 other units. Jeez. So, yes, I'll give that to you, overreaction. How about this one? Guy from Queens, New York, set a restaurant on fire because they screwed up his order. Mm. Yep, that's an overreaction. Does it matter that it was chicken? Uh, That's a big difference. No, no, still an overreaction. He admitted the whole thing. It was a it was a Bangladeshi restaurant. Quote, I was very drunk. 
I bought chicken biryani, which is like chicken and rice. They didn't give me chicken biryani. I was mad, and I threw it out. I bought a gas can. I threw it at the store to try to burn it out. I lit it up, and boom, it got on me. The guy wound up running from the scene with his shoes on fire. Uh, the whole thing was caught on video. He wound up causing more than 1500 bucks worth of damage. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Yes, you're right. Overreaction. <laughs> yes, you're right. Uh, and finally, the lead economist at a travel app called Hopper says the best time to buy a plane ticket for the holidays is this week. Really? Okay, so for this upcoming holiday season. We seem to have a story like this every week. I thought a couple weeks ago was the best time to yeah. buy a ticket, but okay. Well, maybe it's the new best time. <laughs> that was the best time, but this is now the new best time at this point. Prices tend to spike in the summer when the first wave of people plan their trips home. And they usually bottom out in mid-October uh, mid when there is a lull in bookings. Over the next few weeks, expect ticket prices to start increasing $10 to $15 per week. And as the holidays get closer, $10 to $15 a day. We're just talking about Thanksgiving, right? Or are we talking about holidays? holidays We're talking Christmas well? Thanksgiving and Christmas. Wow, okay. Now, this uh, travel expert or lead economist for this travel app says... Um, don't expect to get a deal by booking last minute this year. Last-second tickets for Thanksgiving could cost $400 more than they do now and $500 more for last-minute Christmas flights. So do not wait too long. Now, here's some bonus advice that's way out of left field. Uh, once you're on that flight, make sure you don't get sunburned. Never would have thought about this. Someone talked to a dermatologist who says we all should be wearing sunblock on planes, especially on long flights, and especially if you have a window seat. You're exposed to more UV rays at 30,000 feet. A 2019 study even found pilots and flight attendants are twice as likely to get uh, melanoma. Wow. Never would have thought about it. That makes total sense. Total though. sense. Yeah. And that's your news. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and we'll talk to our blues guy, Chris Gerber. That's really fascinating to me. Like, you sit back and you go, why did I never think of that? Yeah. Literally, hey, what's up, neighbor? There you are. It's right next to me. Cool. Hey, this is Kevin Nealon, and you are listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, you missed Kevin Nealon the other day, uh, Moon. He was great. Yeah, he was great the first time we had him. Uh, Even better the second time. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe because you weren't here. Well, that's so kind let's of you to not, say. Let's not... Discount that, okay? Again, that's so kind of you to say. <laughs> oh. I really, I can always rely on you. You know me, the king of kindness. Yes, the, the king of uh, uh, uplifting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, that's, uh, that's lovely. Speaking of uplifters, uh, let's talk to Chris Kerber. Are you ready? For Chris <laughs> Kerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis Blues. <laughs> You all right, Chris? <laughs> uh, I seem to be okay. <laughs> uh, you were choking on something. <laughs> no, I coughed. Well, you know, right before I come on, everything goes quiet on your guys' end, I think, as you potted up the board. So I never know if I'm actually on right away yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah. But I wait for you. Well, good morning, Chris. And our little chat with Chris Kerber is sponsored by Randall's Wines and Spirits. Uh, obviously calling from a, a hotel room uh, somewhere in Seattle. Yeah, we are somewhere in Seattle. We're just a couple uh, blocks walk from that um, that public market where they chuck fish. Like, uh, oh, what's Pikes? Is it Pikes? It? 
No, I just said public market when I walked past it yesterday. Who was the Muppet that used? Was it crazy, crazy, uh, the crazy fish guy that would just chuck fish? I think it's based on that, but I think that's Pike's. Look up the name of that. I think it's. I think the name of it is Pike's Market. Where they, I mean, they're literally toss fish. That's why it's Pike's Coffee or whatever at Starbucks. Pike Place Public Fish Market. That's it. There we go. That's there it. we go. Now, before we start talking blues hockey, Chris, let's um, let's get the juices flowing here. Let, let me ask you some. Okay. Let me ask you some. Would you rather questions? Right? Would you okay. rather are, with Chris yep. Carver? I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> okay. Good. So get ready, get ready, Chris. Whatever your opinion is, n- could be wrong. Uh, welcome to the show, boys. All right, Chris. Would you rather spend the rest of your life on a houseboat or in an RV? Uh, in an RV. Yeah, that is correct. Houseboat would be fun for a little bit. Houseboat would be fun for a little bit, but yeah, the RV, I get because I could always put an RV on a boat, so I could accomplish both. Yeah, I feel like I got uh, more options with the RV. Yep. All right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Chris, would you rather speak any language fluently or have the ability to talk to animals? Talk to animals. Oh, talk to animals. All right, I'll give you that one. So you don't want to talk to people. You want to talk to animals. Well, no, no, it didn't. It didn't. It, wait, did it mean I don't? I can't talk. That didn't say I can't talk to people. No, speak I'm just saying. Any language. I'm saying you could go anywhere and speak any language that you want, man. And like you, you could yeah. connect with so many more people, maybe for pleasure, for business, for whatever. But you want to hear a dog, and what its thought is on whatever it's staring at. Might not might not be a dog. It could be a bear. It could be a, a tiger. Plus, I'm just saying. I don't think you're going to get a lot of like, I don't need. I don't think you're going to get a lot of intellectual challenges. Yeah, what if what if yeah. he goes up to the world's most deadliest ginormous ginormous eight foot bear and he goes, Hey, hey, hey man, why are you so angry? Yeah, and, and I he go, goes, What's your problem? I just want an apple, dude. <laughs> and then he goes, Okay, yeah. man, hey, I'll get you as many apples as you want, but come with me. We're gonna scare the hell out of a lot of people. Let's go. Yeah. And go right up to that bear and go, You guys hockey fans? Yeah, and he's gonna go, Food? Food? Food or food or defense? Food, your food. Attack or defend? Attack or defend. That's all you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, but listen, with Google Translate, most people speak English anyway. I don't need to learn a whole bunch of other languages. Yeah, now, now, now when I'm in Europe, I'm going to sit down at a restaurant, and I'm going to hear this guy go, stupid idiot, look at this jerk face. I'm going to go, hey, man, whoa, I can, I can understand you. I'd rather listen to the animal go, run, 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 run. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're sitting underneath a tree at, at a cafe, and you hear the two birds thinking out loud. I think I'm going to get this one. You know to move. This, this, there is value to mm-hmm. there's there is value to, to to talking animals. I think. Do you have any pets, Chris? Oh yeah, had uh, we had we had fish, dogs. I grew up with uh, horses and little donkeys and stuff. So yeah, I've had pets throughout our whole life. Do you have Do you have a, a, a pet currently at the house? Yeah, we have uh, we have an Australian Shepherd and uh, and a Beta fish. Can you imagine you start talking to the dog and the dog starts talking back to you and is a complete racist like your dog? Yeah, I'm sure the conversation is going to be riveting. <laughs> Goodness. Like, you know, wow. They're not cartoons. I know you're racist. <laughs> Look, guys, I got three daughters at home and a wife, and then this dog is a, a female dog, too. My guess is at some point in time, that dog would probably be telling me what to do or I'd have to be coaching that dog on how to avoid somebody else when they're in a mood. (laughs) All right, Chris, would you rather only be able to whisper or only be able to shout? Uh, Ooh. uh, I'll take the whisper. 
Yeah, I think I'll take the whisper too. But there goes your gig. Yeah, but we have. That's why we have microphones. Yeah, so we have, we have volume controls on that. We can raise the level. Yeah, give me a little, give me a little more gain. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to listen, if, like if I had to listen to an audiobook and it was either somebody was whispering the whole book or yelling the whole book. I'm for sure picking the whisper. Well, yeah, that's because you're surrounded by yelling in your family. Like, uh, you know. What if right, I had a movie theater? Would you pick yelling? Yeah, you would pick yelling? No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying the, the, pra the practicality of people in our business would probably have to be forced into then the yelling camp. But then if we're in the movie theater and I want you to pass the popcorn... Yeah, it's going to be a pain I, in the ass. You're, you're not, you don't get to go to as many movies. I think in our industry, <laughs> but you I think, still get your announcer gig. I think the, the, whisper, <laughs> the whispering would be in our industry. I think the whispering would be more acceptable than the yelling. I think you guys should do an entire segment like that. Like you guys should just do an entire five minute segment just of uh, Mr. Loudmouth and just everybody's got to yell. That's, happened. that's when, happened before. Yeah, when John Patrico comes in here, there's about five minutes that's of true. just yelling. Yeah, that, is, that is pretty true. <laughs> All right, Chris, uh, would you rather always have wet socks or a constant small rock in your shoe? Oh, crap, that's awful. I think I'm definitely going with the wet socks. Ooh, oh, wet socks are terrible. Oh, wet I'm, socks are bad. Chris, you're, you're a nightmare, man. <laughs> you're, you're just, you're a nightmare. He's whispering, smoking I got wet socks. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm going to whisper about it to my dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What, what would you rather, Tony? Uh, man. Wet socks or a small rock on your shoe? See, that depends because Constantly. because the rock can move around. Yeah. You know, so like, oh, this hurts my toe. Oh, this hurts my heel. Oh, this hurts the arch of my foot. Where wet socks is just a constant pain in the ass. Totally. Wet socks is just the worst. And then, and then once you take your shoes off, you get that relief from the rock. Once you take your shoes off and take your wet socks off, your feet are not the same. No, your feet are different. They got some time to come back to normal. You don't get to take it off in this case. I'm talking about at the end of the scenario. At the end of the scenario, I take off my shoes, the rock is gone. At the end of the wet sock scenario, well, the I scenario take off my is shoes, you're dead. and I take off my socks, and my feet are disgusting in the bottom. They're wrinkly, they're oh, gross. They're all wrinkly. You won't be walking long. If you have wet socks for a number of days, your skin and flesh is just going to slip right off the oh. bone. You are done. You ain't walking for okay, long in wet socks. Is what there I'm are saying. times, <laughs> there are through. times that I have had <laughs> shoes that have hurt me, that I've worn, and eventually I've just gotten kind of used to the way they feel, and I've gone with, okay, I accept that my pinky toe is going to be a little sore when I wear this. So you get used to that rock, at least a little bit. With the wet socks, you go, I'm used to this. They're drying up a little bit. Somebody comes by and goes, step into this bucket. Oh. And then you got to step in the bucket, you got to get out, and you go, we're back to square one. Now, I do realize I'm a little irrational with socks. I, I go through two pairs of socks a day, but that's because dry feet are of the utmost importance. Very important. Wait, you go through two pairs of socks a day? Heck sure yeah, man. Does. I sure so, do. So, like, do you have an extra pair of socks in your car? Uh, no, but when I get home and when I put my house shoes on, I, put, I, I switch my socks. Anytime I take my shoes off, I take my socks off, and I replace it's, it's just two things that are important so to me. If you man. leave the house and come back three times, will you go through three pairs of socks? Um, possibly, yeah. It depends, wow, on, you're it, weird. it depends on what I'm doing. No, listen, man. You're I, a crazy person. I wanna, What's I wanna, wrong with you? Uh, listen, my, my mobility, my, my long term mobility is at the utmost importance. So my feet, and, and I spend a lot of money on underwear because it's, you know, it's my genitals after all, and it does matter to my me. My ability to walk too is also important. Well, I'm just saying, like, I just want them to be as clean and, and fungal free and bacteria free and wetness free. Oh, man, I'm living a great life. 
So, so will you ever put on a dirty pair of socks? No, and I, I had to uh, this last this this last week, and it, it drove me insane. It drove me insane for a very brief period. I had to wear socks that uh, that I had worn okay. previously. Okay, here's here's one for you. Okay, would you would you rather put on a dirty pair of socks or a dirty pair of underpants? Uh, no. honestly, dirty pair of underwear, probably. But uh, this is this is a terrible scenario uh, that you're, you're putting on. <laughs> I feel right like now. oh, how, uh, how dirty are we talking? Uh, let's say, let's say you had to wear. Okay, here you go. You, you wore your you wore your your uh, your undergarments and your socks through a sixty minute workout, Ooh. and then the next day you've got to choose one to put back on. I'd, whatever smells the least. <laughs> yeah, I've I um uh, I frightened myself saying this, but I think I would I would put the underwear on before I put the socks on. All right, on. Chris. Well, how about Moon? You have to put on other Moon's dirty socks <laughs> or underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, wait a minute. I think it was when Tom Petty wrote that song, right? Freeballing. Oh no, that was freeballing. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was. Right, what, oh, different song. One more scenario. Dry Chris. socks. Would you rather clean up somebody else's vomit or blood? Oh, blood. Listen, I think vomit, whether it comes out of a dog or a human being, is just one of the most disgusting substances on the face of the earth. So you'd rather Absolutely. mop up somebody's blood. Yep, I'll, I'll I'll clean up after Agreed. the uh, af- after the operation, but uh, that that vomit, like, forget it. Like, you, there's nothing worse than you hear that. Yeah, then the dog's just about to leave you a lung cookie on the carpet. Oh, You're like, oh this is not lung be cookie! Good. Come on, man. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, but at least he's talking to you beforehand. Yeah. All right, the Chris. <laughs> well, yeah, if the dog can talk to me. <laughs> I gotta go, throw up. I'm about to bark. I'll get it out the door. <laughs> All right, Chris, you passed the test. All right, thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, Seattle tonight, Edmonton Saturday, then it's six games in ten days. Yeah, most teams have played like like four or five games already, right, Chris? Yeah, Seattle's already played four. They're they're one, two, and one. The Blues are just going to be playing their second game. This one ought to be a good one today. That they're you know the Kraken are a little fired up. They they didn't clearly take the same route in building their team that the Vegas Golden Knights did a few years earlier as an expansion team. But a couple of good storylines. I mean, this will be the first time because of injuries. Uh, Jaden Schwartz did not get to play against the Blues last year, so this will be his first game uh, against the Blues tonight, and uh, and we'll see if the Blues can start. Like you got to start getting into some kind of a game rhythm. I mean, to play it on Saturday, not play till Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting into this road trip will be good. Uh, Preco's 500th game tonight. How about that's pretty yeah good the milestone. seventh yeah the seventh defenseman in franchise history to do it. Barrett Jackman is the all time leader in games played with just over eight hundred. If Colton stays healthy, he'll definitely easily get to that point over the next number of years. But um, you know he logged something like twenty four minutes of, of ice time in that last game. Just just an absolute beast. And for some reason last year, a lot of people were questioning him, but he led the team in ice time over forty I think forty two different games last year. So uh, while while he tied he tied a career high in points last year with 35, and getting basically no power play time. I mean, 34 of those 35 points were even strength. He, he's a beast, and uh, this one will be a fun one for him playing in game number 500. Uh, also during uh, during the opening day festivities, they did announce the uh, the Hall of Fame. Okay, so you got yes. four people going in: uh, Glenn Hall, Red Berenson, Gary Unger, and Scotty Bowman. All good with that? You're you're happy with those four going in? Besides everybody who's retired already in the rafters, the numbers. Yeah, Sid Solomon Jr. is going to go in along with Dan Kelly, the retired numbers and those four. Yeah, I'm good with it. Number one, because they really built the franchise. It seems like a very fitting first class. Now, 
when I put my vote in, uh, I voted for Alexander Steen mm-hmm. in there because when I look at where he ranked uh, in terms of the franchise numbers, won a Stanley Cup, years with the team, you name it, he, he, he very easily deserves to be, and I could even maybe make the case that uh, his number deserves to be retired, uh, especially having won that, that championship. But this is a fantastic first class. It is gonna, it's it's going to be a heritage night that, that's going to be real special when it's celebrated in January because when you're – and I had a chance to talk to Gary Younger and Red Berenson. I was on the call when uh, Tom Stillman told them that they were going in, and it was such a cool thing to hear how proud they were and what this city and franchise meant to them. So that – it, it's a terrific, terrific class. I think celebrating the foundation of this franchise, and all four are still with us. Like all four, mm-hmm. all four people are are still alive and kicking. Yeah, and that's a, that, that was really kind of one of the important aspects of this too. Now, Glenn Hall's health is you know deteriorating a little bit, so I don't know if he's going to be able to get into town. We hope he would. If not, we'll take care of that by the great magic of video. But um, yeah, all four are with us, and 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 the others I know will be in town to, for the celebration. Uh, Jake Neighbors had himself a, a hell of an opener, scored a goal. Is he going to be up this whole season? Yeah, he's he's made this team. Okay. I mean, I guess there is a chance if things start to falter and and he's you know he starts to get a little bit uh, you know starts to struggle a little bit. They have the option of sending him down to Springfield uh, because he is on his entry level contract, so you don't have to clear waivers or anything like that. So he'll he'll be fine. But if he just keeps his game simple, plays smart like way he did the other game take advantage of an opportunity like that uh, did in, in the slot when he scored his goal, he'll be fine. I, I would anticipate him being up all season long. And he's just got that – he's got uh, – guys, for a young kid, he, he's so much more mature than that. Like, he's got the ability to communicate, to have a conversation. He looks you in the eye, you know, when, when you talk to him. He's engaging that way. And, and he's that way with the coaches. And the coaches love that part of him. So his hockey sense is there. I think the social skills are there, and he's ready to stay. So obviously Jake Neighbors, I mean, I would, I know he played a little bit last year at home, but I knew to the team this year, same for the backup goalie. And I saw that the backup goalie's wife posted on Twitter on Saturday night as the Blues got a power play for the first time and the power play dance happened. She posted St. Louis, what the hell is happening here? Uh, do that. they get, do, do new players do the current team, like the current roster as new players come in and say, Hey man, here's some things that you'll see here in St. Louis during the game that are different otherwise or is it just like a hey you learn as you go type of thing learn it is learn it as you go i still never understood that power play dance myself that came in uh, probably about 10 years ago with a graphic and it just took off um so no they they come in they learn it and if you're new somebody goes what the hell is this and yeah. somebody's gonna go oh yeah. that's the power play yeah, dance. Give you or, a dossier yeah i was always, I was always curious if they say like hey man uh you know the the organ is very important to the blues or if they say you know this part of something that happens not necessarily during the actual play is something that is very important i didn't know if they like let them know as they were coming into the locker room for right. the first time no, there there might be. I mean, there might be some talk. Hey, if this happens, yeah. you might see this or that kind of thing. But no, uh, not really. My favorite one was a guy. One of the Canadian broadcasters last year came in, and when they were doing the John Denver thing in the third period, a guy came up and he goes, "I don't get this John Denver thing. Are you guys that close to West Virginia?" I went, "Nope, yeah. not really. Can't explain it myself. It's just, it's just a thing." All right, so uh, it's it's the Blues, it's the Kraken tonight, uh, nine o'clock puck drop. You guys start the pregame stuff on one hundred and one ESPN around eight o'clock tonight, right, Chris? Yep, always uh, one hour pregame. All right, there he is, Chris Kerber. Everybody, dude, have a great call. We'll talk to you next week.
All right, fellas, have an awesome week. See you, you brother. My friend, the great Chris Kerber. Okay, hey. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Matt Seebeck, who is the chief experience officer for St. Louis City SC, our new soccer team. And we'll talk to David Sandusky, owner and chef at Beastcrest Barbecue. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on down at the new uh, Centene Stadium as far as the food goes. Mm-hmm. Big announcements were made this week. We'll, we'll chop it up next. Hey, this is Clownfish, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the Riz Show. Thank God we got a, thank God we got a big studio because we've got, we got some guests in here. Mm-hmm. Right, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Seebeck, who is Chief Experience Officer for... St. Louis City SC and David Sandusky, owner, chef, Beast Crash Barbecue. Uh, is this what soccer smells like? Because if this is what soccer <laughs> smells like, number one fan right over here. This is what our soccer smells like. <laughs> yeah, man, this is Welcome, absolutely guys. incredible. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's It's been a big week as far as the, the culinary scene Amazing down week. at the new uh, Centene Stadium. Yeah, some key insights. Uh, St. Louis loves soccer mm-hmm. and St. Louis loves food. Yes. <laughs> so why not put those things together? Yeah, so you guys had a big event. Uh, was it Monday? Monday, yeah. Uh, you guys had all the, uh, the, the, the local establishments down at the stadium uh, to basically unveil what's going to be uh, available to people, to fans who go down and watch a soccer game. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we kind of view the project in general is, you know, our chance to kind of show off the amazing things going on in St. Louis from, you know, the, the music, the architecture, mm-hmm. the art, and food's such a big part of that. So everyone's been asking, you know, who's going to be in the stadium? What kind of food? What kind of food? And Monday... It's a big deal. It is. Mm-hmm. Food's a big part of the experience. And uh, Monday we revealed our, our first set of partners. So Steve's Hot Dogs. Mm-hmm. Balkan Treat Box. Yeah. You guys and, haven't been to Balkan, have you? No. no you, uh, you've oh, talked about that place for years. I've heard about dude. it. Dude. Incredible. Lots. Incredible. And then the third. That's the spot. The third that you can smell this morning, Beastcraft Barbecue. Yeah, Beastcraft. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes, sir. I mean, th- th- this type of food should not be in a stadium, but it will be here yeah. in St. Louis. So we're pretty excited about it. So, David, what's the, what's the offering from Beastcraft? Well, I tell you what, what we're focused on uh, the, uh, the the poster child of this menu is going to be the pork steak sandwich. Um, if you guys, I mean, you're familiar with it, right? I know you're pretty you were the first. With it. Yep, I, I had my first ever pork steak from your place <laughs> back in the old back in the old studio when you delivered us pork steaks. It was Man, the first one. I, I apologize for ruining you on on uh, pork Ruined. steaks from from that point because <laughs> that's top of the mountain right there. It is. Everything else is garbage. The you know what, though? And I, bet, and I bet you can even say this. Like, you probably learned and, and and adapted from getting that from, you know, your uncle on the barbecue pit that would give you a pork steak. And you'd go, what is this and why is this so delicious? But when you go to, like, Beastcraft and get pork steak, it is another level. Yeah. It is another level. Whatever your dad, your grandpa, your uncle makes when it's time for those summer barbecue pork steaks, this will make that look silly. That that story is important. We all, from being from St. Louis, Mm -hmm. we have all similar stories of, you know, taking Maul's barbecue sauce and mixing it with some brown sugar and onions and an Anheuser-Busch product and... You know, basting a pork steak that we got cut at Chinooks on our grill. You know, we we all yeah. have similar stories to that. So I just wanted to kind of take that classic and bring it forward. And so you did. This is what we got. And it's that's going to be offered at Centene during St. Louis pork City. steak sandwich. And I mean, it's it's obviously delicious, but I think it's we're trying to create something that is fully immersive. So not mm-hmm. only is the is the taste amazing, but you know, you'll get those smells of the barbecue throughout the concourse. And mm-hmm. when you walk in, you, you, you know. You, 
we're home. You can feel it. You know, mm. it's, it's that emotional connection that our fans are going to have with it. So 100% of the food at the stadium is going to be local? That's right. So we've only announced. And that's a first, right? That's a, that's yeah. a first in That's got to be the only one. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah, so we've got uh, we've got over 52 food and beverage experiences in the stadium. So that alone is the most. So just the sheer scale of it, mm-hmm. a lot of different offerings. It's going to feel like a food festival uh, every time we have a home game, and that'll be comprised of over 25 local partners. So we've only announced four to date. Um, so a lot more announcements coming up pretty soon. Um, now, people, I saw I saw I saw people very excited about you know the announcement. Uh, on Monday, but there are some people like, I, what if I just want a, a, a pretzel? I want a soft yeah. pretzel with cheese. <laughs> what if I just want a pretzel? What do I do? We'll have pretzels. Okay, we'll pretzels. all right. Hey, yeah. so everybody's got to calm That's down. I saw a feed. <laughs> I saw a feed on, you know, somebody shared the video of everybody hanging out and trying the food, yeah. and there were some select people that were like, I like nachos and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Once I like, okay, out. we okay. can have both, we'll guys. Have yeah, we'll have it. Wide range. We'll have a wide range. Man. The way that it's set up, too. Have you guys been on the stadium recently? I have not. Dude, yeah. the way that it's set up is so brilliant. It's so brilliantly put together. Whoever has that, like, whoever set that up deserves a medal. Because the way that you're going to get the food and then have, I mean, you're you're getting food and you turn around and there's the pitch right there. I mean, it is, like, Do I still, so convenient. When you go down there, you still have to wear a helmet? No. No, no, no. Oh, okay, because no. I don't look good in helmets. So that's yeah. why I haven't. <laughs> Me neither, man. Me neither. That's yeah. why I haven't gone so far. I'm not a helmet guy. <laughs> but, no, the, the views are outstanding. You know, it's 22,500. It really tw- um, it, it, it's outrageous, man. It's going to be awesome. And there's so many different opportunities, too, depending on the seats. And I, I don't know what the, the loge, I don't know what the names are, but there's like yeah. tables and things. There's, there's the places to mm-hmm. eat it. You, you know what I'm saying? Whether yeah. you're standing, there's just so many options. You guys really did think of all the little things yeah. so we can stuff our faces while we're watching. Yeah, as long that's as you right. can put Bees Craft or Steve's by my season tickets, I'm good. But other than that, we'll have to have some conversations. <laughs> yeah. There'll be plenty of options for you, Tony. <laughs> yeah, so so Steve's got his hot dog. Like He's got a certain hot dog he's going to sell out there. He's got right? the city dog. Yeah, yeah, so it's crafted with all the local ingredients, and that'll be his his featured item. And then uh, Balkan Treat Box actually introducing something new that's not on their menu in Webster Gross or their food truck. So we're really excited. So I know awesome. Gerard, Gerard Kraft is like the culinary yeah. guy that kind of brought everybody together. So did he call you up, David? And like, hey, let me... He did, man. Let me get you on board yeah. here. Yeah, it's one of the best phone calls I ever got. We we made it, guys. Like, we, yeah, you know, we're here. A big deal. You know what I'm saying? He said, "You're a craft. I'm a craft. Beast craft." Right? <laughs> hey, yeah, there you go. Well, he's a James Beard winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's become a good friend, and you know, it's a funny story how we met. We won't get into that later, but. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's uh, really talented and really special to get a phone call from. You know, he calls you and it's like, hey, you're up to bat, you know. We're well, gonna... listen, I'm in the barbecue world, I'm sure if David Sandusky calls, you know, people are picking up the phone now. You beat Bobby Flay, didn't you? Well, I mean, you can say that. <laughs> now, I'm not I'm not saying and I'm like physically beat him. You beat him with a bat. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, you were on the show, you just beat him up. Uh, I remember that. Beat, yeah. You right, actually right. beat him with a bat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he might have deserved it. <laughs> no, how was that experience? Oh, it was amazing. You know, in in those guys I, I get questions all the time about how they are like in real life. Um, they're real people, and they. Um, well, I thought it was a hologram this entire time. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he's uh, he's he's an amazing dude to work with, and uh, you know, wants everything to be amazing. Wants your experience to be amazing, and wants you to grow from it too. And uh, you know, incredible experience. Him yeah. and Michael Simon both are just top notch, just so, amazing people. So when you did that show, um, what what don't we see? So it's what do you have uh, an hour to cook? Um, well, depending on the round. Uh, yeah, it was first round. I think was. Uh, what, 20, 25 minutes, and then we get 40 uh, in the second round, I believe, okay. something like that. Um, but the, the competition's real. I mean, they're not um, they're, they're not changing any of that uh, mm-hmm. off camera. You know, it's, it's a real thing. 
uh, we did several different takes on the entrances and yeah, yeah. things like that. But yeah, I mean, it's a real deal and it's, it's insane. It's yeah, it really tough and it's, um, takes a lot of, um, guts, I guess, in that yeah. sense, at least that's what it felt like for me. Like I was doing the most important work of my life, Yeah, you know, and you, you get that one chance and, um, you know, it's a huge deal, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. It's amazing. You know, somebody from St. Louis making, making us proud, right? We're, That's all, right. we're all watching. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what else? So we got the food going. Um, what else should we expect at the, uh, at the new Centene Stadium? Food, music. And I, I think we're, we're just really excited about, you know, bringing in so many, so, so much of the local excellence um, to really create this festival-like experience for next year. Mm-hmm. So we're really pumped. We, we, you know, we start play at the end of next February. Our first home game will be sometime in the March time frame of next year. So we, uh, you know, I, I've been with the club a little over two years now, and we were counting down, you know, in years and months, yeah. and now, it, now it's now it's days. So are you, are you from St. Louis originally? Yeah, I'm born and raised. Born and raised. Yeah, huh? so it's dream job for me, and it's, it's, awesome, it's been man. awesome to see the reception from the fans. Yeah, did you did you go away at all and then come back, or you've you've been in St. Louis? Just, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I've been I've been away. I've been back. I uh, spent the last 15 years uh, consulting for a retail and restaurant brand. So like this was the kind of the clash of. So many great things for me. My love of St. Louis, my love of soccer, you know, putting food at the center of the experience has just been, uh, it's been amazing. And this is awesome, I guess, to come back and, and be part of this huge project. Incredible. I, I can't wait to go inside the stadium. Just just, just seeing it from driving by. If you haven't been downtown in a while, just to drive past and just in my head, because we used to work down yeah. at Union Station. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were there for 15 years. Um, and now to see how that area right there where we used to work has transformed. Yeah. There's a lot of presence. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's it's, it's so beautifully positioned in that area of downtown West where it looks like it's been there for decades. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is, yeah, it's, it's this thing where I, you know, people ask us all the time, like what, what is, what does good look like or how are we measuring success? And I think we're, we're trying to measure pride. You know, we want people to walk in there and, you know, we can't control the result on the field. Right. Um, but we want people to, to walk in, walk out, hang out and, and leave feeling like they're, they're really proud about St. Louis. And the coolest thing about, you know, you can't control the results on the field, but what people are like tending to not like really pay attention to is like, the boys were just in the finals. Yeah. Like, we haven't even started the MLS season yet, and, and the City oh, 2 City team two. was in the finals. Yeah, like, doing a great we job. are starting off like, hey, you want the best in the West? We're here. Yeah. So it's awesome. So the product on the field is there or getting there. And now we've got the restaurants coming. I mean, this is going to be an experience that you're not going to get uh, in most places. And if you've gone to MLS games, it's a party from start to finish. People are having a great time from the second they pull up to the second they walk out. And St. Louis parties, man. So this yeah. is going to be a great time. Yeah. Well, you, you say that you can't control the results, but you can control the philosophy. And just something that I learned in these last couple of weeks is the MLS doesn't have, or, or soccer in general, doesn't have like a particular uh, dimensions requirement for a field. And the way that they put the field together, it is a bit more narrow and a bit more long. So legitimately, they are fashioning the philosophy of the team around a fast paced team yeah so all the little details down to from the food to the directions that everything is facing to literally how the pitch is built and and the 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 width and the length of it really is meticulously thought through Mm -hmm. so our team is exciting to watch when you take the tour like when we picked our tickets and you take the tour like you learn things and i hear things i'm like i never would even notice that but now to hear it it's awesome uh the supporter (laughs) section the wall of fans, yeah. it's like the steepest, steepest and in, al- allowable, that we can, that, yeah. that's a lot. Really? 
So it looks like while you are an opposing team and you're shooting against the goal, it looks like it is a legit wall of a people wall of standing fans. on top yeah. of each other. Yeah. And the sound, I mean, I know it sounds silly, but like diehard soccer fan here, every little thing matters. You go to different stadiums in different parts of the world. It all matters. It all plays into how the fans react, how the players react, how the team philosophy is, who, who's right for the coaching job. I mean, every little thing matters, and it's nice. And to it's pretty quick too. It's ninety minutes, so we got to have our we got to have our fans hyped and ready to go. At, yeah. you know, for, uh, at kickoff. So. Yeah, so how many home games? Seventeen. Seventeen home games in yep. the season, and most of the games are is it Wednesdays? Uh, so we'll actually so uh, the league uh, signed a new agreement with Apple TV, so all of our games will be on Apple TV next year, and okay. one one part of that is. Um, standardization of the schedule. So most of our games will be on Saturday nights. Oh, Saturday nights. So okay. it, it will be the best party in town. We're, we're wow. really, really pumped about it. Saturday nights. So rad. That's beautiful. Yeah. So rad. Yeah. Because I don't got to work on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't do things during the week. You know, I'm in bed by 830. That's right. Such a baby. <laughs> no, yeah. but with the, with the food that you guys announced, there really is something for everyone. So if you don't like barbecue for some reason, you get a pizza, uh, you know, from Gerard Craft. Uh, if you don't like pizza and barbecue, you get a hot dog from Steve. That's right. Or if right. you really want, you know, to get adventurous, you go with Balkan Treat Box. That's right. And, and you know, when you see the full list, there will there really will be something for everybody. Barbecue, American, Vietnamese, um, y- you know, uh, um, we've got vegan options. We've got, we got really do have something for everyone. That's great. Yeah. And settle down. Your nachos with cheese, your soft <laughs> pretzels, right. those are going to be there. That's right. um, and, and there's an event tomorrow down at your uh, Grove location. Oh, yeah. Beast Butcher and Block. Five o'clock. The team's going to be there. The whole team's going to be players. there? Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, first, yeah. first 100 fans get a chance to try this uh, this beautiful pork steak sandwich. Oh, if we could put the information up on the uh, on the on the sure. blog and the socials, that'd be great. So, uh, Beast Butcher and Block tomorrow, uh, starting at five o'clock. First, one hundred people will get a pork steak sandwich. There you go. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Try, try stadium food before the stadium is even open. That's great. Right. Well, congratulations yeah. on everything. Everything's been a rousing success so far. Everything's everything's coming well. Everything's going as planned, right? For the most part. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, that's right. <laughs> for yeah, the most part, that's right. No, appreciate your support along the way, guys. Seriously, no, that, thank that's you. Amazing. And uh, what is there? I'm sure there's going to be a big event to kick off. I know you can't say much. Yeah, no. We, I sure, mean, we, you can. You can say it all. <laughs> is Whatever there a big, the rules there are, a big, there are no rules here. A big blowout, you know, as far as the opening of the stadium goes. Yeah, know, yeah. I mean, we're we're starts. planning an opening. Obviously, um, we've got some exciting stuff. Even over the next couple months, though, we've got the holidays. We've got our jersey launch that everyone's excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you talked about the team. We've got a really exciting, um, you know, city two team and an academy that's at work right now. But we'll have our our expansion draft, um, the college Man. draft. So this roster is going to really shape up over the next. Awesome. couple months here so st louis is gonna have to start falling in love with this team well much success and you have our support whatever you guys need yep. let's uh, let us know already in uh, let's do it <laughs> let's do <laughs> it. let's play today matt Siebeck, david sandusky thank you guys and uh we'll try to be here hey it's jim brewer and you're listening to the rizzuto show and by the way happy birthday riz yeah take your shirt off blow a horn good times Dude, that candied bacon that uh, Sandusky brought in from Beastcraft. Dang. Dude. Come on. to take an extra long commercial break. I had to lay down. <laughs> All right, Scott, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Hey. 
Your Headline Goose, sponsored by... Retroactive Smoke Shop, firing up fun in St. Louis for 25 years. RetroactiveSmokeShop.com. Americans will spend a record amount on candy this month, not because it's Halloween, but because they're Americans. A new study says that foods like soda, chips, and hot dogs can take years off your life, but they're just years you'd be wishing you had soda, chips, and hot dogs anyway, so it's kind of a wash. Uranus will be larger than usual in November. Thanksgiving dinner, that'll do it. A blind woman will pilot a plane across the country. Look, I know the spirit is constantly trying to cut costs, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Today, is <All> medical, right. <laughs> Today is medical assistance day, and after your doctor checks your heartbeat, it's the job of the medical assistant to put the, uh, the stethoscope back in the freezer. California will convert underused commercial buildings into affordable housing, or Sears puts it, yes, customers. Scientists are growing human brain cells in baby rats, and if that's successful, they'll try growing them in Kardashians. The movie Terrifier 2 is causing some people to vomit and faint in theaters, and audiences are so distracted that they're forgetting to throw their trash on the floor. And finally, NASCAR star Bubba Wallace apologized for hitting Kyle Larson's car and starting a fistfight on the racetrack. And usually to see road rage incident like that, you have to visit any road in America. Yeah, may the goo be All here. right, thank you, Scott. That's pretty good, right? All right, let's do this. The Rizzuto Show Sports. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to put that. I meant to do headline hoosh, but if you have any sports at all. Uh, yeah, sports brought to you by uh, DB Sports. <laughs> I, I honestly meant to hit the headline $3, hoosh button. But. $3 three ways during happy hour Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays at DB's. $3 bottles, drafts, and wells from 2 to 5. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I really, honestly, I meant to do headline hoosh, but hey, hey, sports is fun. I appreciate the, uh, the luck. Fancying me. The New York Yankees are moving on behind a stellar performance by Nestor Cortez Jr. and uh, big homers from uh, Stanton and Judge. The Yankees beat the, uh, the Cleveland Guardians 5-1 to one to win Game 5 of the American League Division Series Skate and boys. punch their ticket to the ALCS. No, no, no. Uh, I do have the final call in there, but we ain't got time. The Yankees uh, now take on Houston tonight. No time uh, no time to rest. That start time is 6 6.37. The Phillies, man, their dream October keeps on getting better. Zach Wheeler beat up the Padres in Game 1 of the NLCS. Uh, Wheeler pitched seven innings of ridiculous one-hit baseball, striking out eight to earn a two-nothing win. Those two uh, those two runs came on two swings: one from Harper in the fourth, landing just barely in the left field seats, and the second was a missile from Kyle Schwarber. Uh, I have the final call as that, but we're, we're going to put it up on the blog as well. They go at it again today, 3:35 our time. NBA season has begun in St. Louis, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both each, uh, each scored 35 points yesterday as the Celtics beat the. Philadelphia 76ers, 126 to 117. Uh, that was the NBA's season opener. Tatum added 12 rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a block, nice. becoming the first Celtic to post a 35-point, 10 or more rebound opener since 2004. So he's wow. crushing it. That's St. Louis awesome. Blues are in Seattle today. We talked to Kerber earlier about that. Uh, they play the Kraken. The Kraken has not had much of a rest. The Blues have not had much of a season yet. Only one game. That game gets started at 9 p.m. our time, so Riz will not be watching. Nope. Uh, skate boys. <clears throat> The NFL has found a new day where, or they found a day where there was no football. So they decided we got to jam it in there. Uh, beginning next year, they will be, uh, they'll have a game on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving Love on that. Amazon Prime. That's good for Amazon since Thursday night football doesn't happen on Thanksgiving. CBS and Fox uh, have a, uh, a lock on Turkey Day games. So Amazon still gets to participate over Thanksgiving weekend, which as a bonus is also the kickoff to the holiday shopping season. So we'll have Thursday. Friday, Sunday, and Monday football.
Yeah, and despite this year's games generally being total trash, Thursday Night Football is averaging about 10.8 million viewers a week. That is ridiculous. And by the way, that 10-year deal begins in 2023. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I got I to gotta get to this story. I, I, I'll tell you all about the t uh, Titans' new stadium tomorrow, but <laughs> you got to see this. Here's a move straight out of King Scott's playbook. A pro soccer player used every inch of his body to try to gain an advantage over his opponent during a game this weekend. Pulling down his shorts and, yes, flashing his full junk right there in the middle of the pitch. That's a good the, idea. Yeah, the not suitable for work moment went down in a Colombian first division match on Sunday when Santa Fe defender Gaysan Pereira went to the extreme in an effort to get a... Uh, uh, opposing player to miss a free kick. Broadcast. Just pull his hog out. Yep. Yeah. Right here you are. Broadcast well, cameras. How you score? Yeah. Broadcast cameras showed that shortly after an attacker lined up to take the take the shot, and then uh, uh, it shows this guy stand nearby, grab his pants, completely expose his manhood for all to see. Clearly, this is a move he has done before, and it must have had some success. <laughs> Unclear if the act affected the play this time, though. The kick did not end up in a goal. Uh, fans were furious, nonetheless. The supporters are calling uh, for sanctions, but so far. Nothing has happened. Uh, it just—I guess that's what you do down in Colombia when you play in soccer. Yeah, I'm Moon, and that's your sports. Cause feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up, it's bobsled. Is it for us? Uh, Donnie Fandango's next. Oh, no. Is Tony next? No. Oh, Donnie's uh, here today? Correct. No. I'm here uh, Thursday, Friday. Oh, Tamara. All right, if you missed anything on the program today, blog and podcast all there for you, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Well, everything that we covered on the show today, we also got in matchup with Moon. No, it's not Tuesday, but we pushed it back a little bit. We had a whole bunch of food news. Uh, who has the best drive through Who was rated... Uh, the fastest, the best, and all that. And somebody went from first last year to last this year. Luckies. What a bummer. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Today, the podcast title is Leave My Ass Pandas Out of This. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Ass Pandas. That's right. That's something that did that did come up. Uh, tomorrow, uh, King Scott is at Mountaintop Motors. Yep. From uh, The point will be out there from 5 to 7, but I'll be out there from 4.30 to 8.30 is how long the event goes. And this is a really fun fall festival. Bring the kids. They have a costume contest. They're giving away all kinds of great prizes. And plus, there's a hayride. There's the bubble house. There's tons of food. Absolutely amazing time. And uh, it was a blast last year. And uh, I think it's going to be even bigger and better this year. So come on out there. It's going to be a, a real swell time. Uh, Friday, Moon is at Grant's Farm from 6 to 8 o'clock. That's right. We're going to have a... Uh Together Credit Union is down there. Uh, they'll have more opportunities for you uh, to ask them about the St. Louis City debit card, that exclusive debit card. But they're going to have the hollow, uh, Halloween stickers, the uh, the limited edition Halloween weirdo stickers that you can donate a dollar to. Uh, bring a few dollars. Put a 10, put a 20 down. It all goes to Kids Rock Cancer. We also have the big billboard out there, the We Love You Jeff mm -hmm. uh, billboard for you to sign. If you still haven't uh, had an opportunity to do that or maybe bring down the kids, have the kids sign it. That way they can see their signature up in the air on a billboard. So very cool. And all the money goes to Kids Rock Cancer. Uh, we'll be down there with Together Credit Union. What would you say? Six to eight. Six to eight. Grants Farm. Uh, Sunday, Patrico is at DB's for football beginning at uh, 11 or noon or whatever you got there but i was fine i get down there about 11 and i'm there till about yeah whenever seven, question mark seven. <laughs> uh thanks once again to uh, david sandusky from beast craft barbecue for <laughs> from st louis city sc the ceo chief uh what is it chief experience, experience officer. officer that's right good dude of the law. Of the law. Of the <laughs> law. Also, a uh, big thanks to Chris Kerber for uh, his weekly call on courtesy of Randall's Wines and Spirits. All right, anything else, fellas?
from our Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Copper Fire Barn Eatery in Belleville from St. Charles Dan Sheehan is our The Rizzuto Show Podcast powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service Dobbs